Welcome to the Movie City Maniacs, episode 64. On tonight's episode, the Shocktober series continues. We'll be covering October 13th the 19th. <laughs> Welcome to the Movie City uh, Maniacs. I'm uh, Maddie. I'm Kyle. And it feels like I've been here before. We yeah, might I'm, have I'm a, having a bit of a deja vu. Is there something on your face, buddy? Is it a bit of egg or is there <laughs> egg on my face too or no? We fucked up last Sunday morning. We uh, lost an entire recording. So we're uh, so we're going to do it again and hope that we can you know fake all the, the excitement, excitement and the, uh, the surprise and all that kind of stuff. Uh, joining us once again, Adam <laughs> Bentley. And Reggie... Reggie the Fledgy. <laughs> Fledgy. Fledgy and, and actually on time then this, yeah, this episode. Yeah. It's Damn DJ Zanko. Frog, Rivet, Rivet. <laughs> hey, DJ Frog. Zanko. How you guys doing? Yeah, thanks for having uh, me back. I don't know about Danny. Yeah. <laughs> he just keeps on showing up. Like, we stopped inviting him once he, once he had that first week and he destroyed in, us. In all fairness, <laughs> your wife made a pie and left it on the windowsill. <laughs> that pie is no longer there. <laughs> That's understandable. But uh, yes, we're continuing our annual Shocktober series. This is part three where we're going to cover everything we've watched from the 13th to the 19th. Uh, is there anything you guys want to talk to you about or should we just jump right into it? I know we got a lot to cover here. Yeah, I think we are good. Okay, well, who wants to start? So on the 13th, I watched. Uh, I went down the uh, Goldbergs uh, rabbit hole. The, you guys watched the show The Goldbergs, right? Nope. Yeah. It's Jeff Garland and uh, Wendy Covet. Uh, what's your buddy's name from the... Um uh, Reno 911 that you love. Wendy oh, Covet. Thomas Lennon. No, Wendy Covet. <laughs> Wendy Covet? I have no clue who you're talking the blonde. about. The blonde. Oh, um, yeah, Wendy. Yeah, yeah, Covet yeah. Smith, or I forget her name, but yeah. Anyways. I've never seen this show. Why are you looking at me? The show's amazing, because you're just attractive. <laughs> just like I, I think you would all. dig this show. It's yeah. like totally, if you, I think any anyone that grew up in the 80s, the show is made for them. Like they do episodes, yeah. one episode like is totally dedicated to the Goonies and they actually somehow, unlike any other show, get the rights to the score. So it has like the Goonies score throughout yeah. the episode as they're trying to search for the treasure. Or there's like a Back to the Future one where they actually have the car and the music and the hoverboard. Like It's awesome. Yeah. If you're an 80s kid, they did, uh, one of the Halloween episodes, I believe last year's, I haven't seen it yet, but they had they Robert Englund back. Robert yeah. Englund and they, in makeup. like Playing Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, so. Crazy. Is that what you watched? No, no. I watched uh, from season one, episode six. I watched Who Are You Going to Telephone? At um, He's getting a bit older to go trick-or-treating with his grandfather, so he ends up going out with the other cool kids in school. And 
he realizes that he's not old enough to hang out with the cool kids or not cool enough to hang out with the uh, cool kids. And it's a lot of fun because you see his uh, costume. He's a Rubik's Cube. And his grandfather dresses up as a Ghostbuster and his mom dresses up as um, I forget what she is. But anyways, it's a lot of that 80s nostalgia. I also watched uh, from season uh, three, episode six, the couple's costume. Okay, this nice. is amazing because he dresses up as um, Ripley <laughs> and uh, the alien from... Um, uh, aliens, isn't he in like that whole mechanical you suit? You got it. Yeah, and his mom dresses up as a predator from the aliens, and that costume is amazing. And they go to like a haunted house where like his sister's kind of making out with one of the dudes. Well, he goes. So doesn't he go with his new girlfriend? And yeah. His mom's like, no, she he abandons her. And then yeah, it, yeah. Because I guess up to that point, they always mm. went as the couple. Yeah, <laughs> like they, the couple. They always did the couple costumes. So now she's mad that he has a girlfriend and mm. he's ditching her. And I also watched from season four, episode five, uh, Stefan King. Where it's a pretty much a love letter to Stephen King and all his novels. So, so what are you going to give each of those? Uh, number one, I got to give it eight point five pumpkins. It's awesome. Like from the first season, okay, it's great. Uh, from season two, I'm going to give it eight. Uh, season four, I'm going to give it a seven point five. Oh, so you like the first one? I, I think my favorite uh, was a couple's costume. But... They're both really good. Yeah, because a couple, a couple of costume too. Yeah, has like them going through the haunted house. You got it. Them. It's it's cool. Yeah, that's yeah. For anyone that's which I'm assuming is a lot of our listeners. Yeah, just like an freaks, 80s kid, freaks and geeks gives you that like gold, nostalgia gold boner. This will do the exact same. It's kind of like a mix of the wonder years and like mm-hmm. more of a I guess a modern sitcom yeah. like it has the the drama and coming of age of that show and then you know mm-hmm. the the kind of the modern sitcom style uh, yeah it's cool uh, I watched uh, I'm going down this universal monster rabbit hole yeah. I watched the sequel to Frankenstein Bride of Frankenstein oh Frankenstein in the hood and Frankenstein in the hood nice. um, 2.0 <laughs> now I, it this was fantastic. It, it takes uh, place right after the events of the first movie. Mm. It's great. It's got a lot of heart. Uh, I think this is maybe my favorite of the Universal Monster movies I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give it eight pumpkins. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I think uh, Bride of Frankenstein is considered by many mm-hmm. to be the to be the best. I, I, I didn't feel that, that way, but I haven't got to mm-hmm. it this year. We'll see how I feel. But it is it is really good. Like. Yeah, it, I think they're all flawed in a way. Yeah, uh, they're all solid. Everything. Did the uh, dialogue uh, improve for this one? Because you were saying the first one, yeah, the, the dialogue was a bit like wonky. I think this is a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it's thirty-five. I think they've mm. they've kind of figured out how to block those scenes a lot uh, better. Um, yeah. So, anyways, cool. a pumpkins. Cool. Awesome. Awesome. So what I did uh, from the last uh, podcast we did, uh, I was talking about the Jason doc that I watched yep. where you guys are like, oh, you watched a six hour doc. And I realized that there was a ton of I didn't watch. <laughs> so I actually finished it up. I am blown away. I grew up like you did, yep. like where Jason, like the Friday the 13th movies were not one of those ones that we went and yeah. watched. And so it's kind of I'm coming at it from a different point of view than I'm sure a lot of people did. For yeah, the it's so weird because that that doc I would say is like made for the fans. Yeah, like, you it don't you don't care about every little intense. detail, or at least I wouldn't think you would if you hadn't seen those films. But it's but fascinating that you're coming I, from. I, that I love to... kind of going into these movies because the setup for a lot of these movies, like they kind of made the setup in the Friday the Thirteenth movies for like the slasher. This is yeah. what. You know, like, we're going to do this the best we can. So I, I understand the whole concept of what your typical slasher movie is. So it's kind of nice to look into the whole background of it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I enjoy it. 
Now are you motivated to go watch the series? I'm so excited. Like I I got uh, the first eight films. I even got the 3D glasses so I can watch the the third ones properly. Nice. So I'm hoping to get to that sometime this week. I don't know if I'm going to, but I'm hoping to. So yeah, so that's what I watched. So six hours, one point. You guys suck. <laughs> how many uh, how many pumpkins are you going to give it? I would give that a seven out of ten pumpkins, okay. just because it's it's drawn me in. I think if I watched it next year after watching all the movies yeah. that I'm going to this year, it'll be a four point five. Be, yeah. yeah, probably. <laughs> now, are you, are you, you should watch uh, Never, Never Sleep, Sleep Again. Again. It's, I think it's that's on Shutter too. Actually, it's done by the same team that made that one, mm-hmm. but it's it's a little bit more a tighter. Tight I think four it's, hours, it's three hour. Which I remember <laughs> when that one yeah. came out, I was like, holy shit, yeah. a three hour doc. Who's going to watch this? Mm-hmm. And now it's like then Friday Thirteenth came out. Now seven hours like the yeah. new standard. Are you but, trying uh, to tell me to watch a three hour movie because you know that's two movies I can't watch? Yes, Maybe. Okay. but I'm just saying if you are, I don't yeah. know if you are a fan of Freddy because you said you weren't of Jason. Most people were a fan of at least one of the two, but mm-hmm. oh yeah, I, I'll probably watch it. I I won't do another six hour doc or a four hour doc <laughs> okay. in this October, but I do have a list that's building. We'll watch for it maybe in November. Yeah, once October kind of is over. Cool. Well, I uh, finally finished Mausoleum. I mentioned it last nice. episode. This took me a couple watches. I don't know why, because it's not that it's boring, but I guess I just kept on putting it on late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did finally finish it. So it opens up. This uh, this little kid is at her mom's funeral, and she sees a strange mausoleum. It's on fire one second, then it's not. She enters it and finds a mysterious green glow, and this creature's hand rises from the crypt. And then now we cut to, like I guess it's 20 years, 30 years later, because mm-hmm. she's an adult. And uh, you f- you learn that she's possibly possessed by this demon. Um, it just leads to all kinds of craziness. Like this creepy dude hits on her at the dance club. So she goes outside and her eyes turn green and his car blows up. <laughs> you know, the, the gardener is creepily like being a pervert watching her from like the windows and stuff. And he gets his uh, his comeuppance. And then the, the best part is the salesman where she goes in and she wants this painting. And um, he's like, sorry, unfortunately I can't sell it to you because someone just bought it. She's like, no, I need it. I need it. And just grabs it and walks off. And he's like, no, you can't take that. So she lifts him up and drops him and impales him <laughs> in the middle of the mall. So the, the film is just very quirky. The story is a bit of a mess or probably a lot of a mess, but there's just a lot of fun to be had. You're getting bad acting, copious amounts of nudity, like the lead actress is just nude as much as she can. Awesome. She, she can get in the film. Um, uh, lots of green lighting if that's your thing and really cool like uh, creature and, and uh, makeup effects and gory kills and there's a scene too where uh, she's a demon and she's of course a new demon and her tits are demon faces that are like oh, talking oh that is amazing <laughs> so I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten um, right. I could see it going up you know when, I, when I'm more awake watching it, it this yeah. could be a good party movie a good pizza and beer oh, that movie that sounds amazing uh, I might steal it on you tonight actually yeah. I watched from 2017, uh, another Dumpster Fire Netflix <laughs> Presents. Uh, it's actually, I don't think they made it, but it's on their, uh, on their streaming, streaming uh, platform. Desolation is about a mother takes a trip with her son after their, her husband and the father has passed away to scatter ashes. They're out in the backcountry. And shit happens. And shit happens. And it's, it's fucking awful. Is I, it like rednecks? It, no, it's just like this weird dude that's not... Th- threatening looking at all it looks so lame he looks like a gamer that's out in the forest <laughs> so i actually i watched that movie on the 14th as well but i stopped it about halfway through because i just couldn't watch the rest of it it's I was bad man so, so is, it, is it a slasher film i'm still it. confused it's kind of a slasher okay. film so he's he's out in the woods and he start this guy starts following he's stalking the, fa- stalking the family okay uh, it's it, it's the mother and son and their friend 
Mm-hmm. Somebody disappeared. It's okay. it's it's terrible. We don't need cool. to talk about <laughs> it. Uh, I, but I like I saw Backcountry. I, I enjoyed that. one, I liked actually. that one quite a bit. I thought it was very yeah. underrated, and it, I, I kind of like one those. with the bear, right? With the bear, yeah. yeah. So was this one a Tammy? Is this a famous Tammy pick? Yeah, Tammy's really striking out. You got to You got to Yeah, you got to give her shit this episode. Not that she's gonna listen, but uh, you know, you never know. Uh, so I'm gonna give it uh, three point five pumpkins. Whoa! Wow. I'm so glad I didn't finish it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, so glad I, you did too, because I, I don't want you getting it. that extra yeah. point. Yeah, that doesn't count. <laughs> so, um, based on the uh, party moves I've been watching, me had, had a bunch of friends up, and uh, it was uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. So I had some friends. We were drinking some beers, eating some turkey sandwiches, as you do. And we watched uh, Do Bro Party Massacre Three. Nice. Uh, you watched this um, by myself the other day, like because I wanted to sad. do like I wanted to do a party night yeah. with you, but you like I watched like well, what the fuck are you doing, man? That's just, like uh, well, again, I, I think I'm going to mention a lot of this episode, like. With these films, I'm always worried because they have awesome trailers. These yeah. indie films, you save a movie night, you put it on, and it's not very good, which is like 90% of them. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, though, you're right. After watching it, it probably would have been better to watch it with Way people. better. But again, you, you don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it could also ruin the night. So I took yeah. a risk, and uh, in that in that case, it, <laughs> I did the wrong choice. But Anyways, a ton of fun movie. It's pretty much exactly what it sounds. Um, there was no one or two, and it was taped off of like um, – Almost like a um, VCR guy taped it, and that's the only reason this movie is in existence. And it plays up that really well. Like, and it's just like throwing everything at yeah. you. Like it throws ten jokes at you in a yeah. minute, and you know maybe they don't all stick, but they throw so <laughs> yeah. many at you that at least one or two will. Anyways, um, I'm going to give this one. I uh, I don't know. It's a hard one. I'm going to say seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. Yeah, it's a hard one to rate because yeah. it's not necessarily a, a good, good movie, movie, but, but I was entertained the entire yeah. time. You got to give them credit for doing yeah. something like that. Like I think it had like ten writers mm-hmm. or something, and a bunch of friends just getting together and filming the movie on. Weekend. And I had like one of the best cameos I've seen in a horror movie in ages. Andrew WK he makes the appearance oh, as nice. like what was his name, the Shredder or something like that. I forget, yeah. Or Turbo, but Turbo was spelled like T U R B E A U X. I don't know. It was awesome. Uh, I finished off the night with Black Candles from 1982, a.k.a. Hot Fantasies. Oh, yeah, this is that sexy AKA movie. A.k.a. The Sexual Rights of yeah, the Devil. Big black uh, so a woman, along with her partner, travels to her recently deceased brother's house uh, to stay with his sister-in-law. I forget the reason why she's going there. Like, I don't think she's there to investigate the death. And I don't, unless she's going to see what she inherited. Um, I don't even know if they mention it, because I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. <laughs> Anyways, there's... Barely any horror in this film. It's got a great cover, and I was all excited for like a devil cult film because I really dig those. Mm-hmm. That's that's my bag. But uh, no, this is pretty much a softcore film, yeah, and it you know yeah. it's, it shows everything in there. If you want to see a bunch of fat hairy dudes, nonstop yeah. sex, a lot of sex that starts hairy out as dudes. A, <laughs> fat hairy dudes and nonstop sex in the same scene. All right, it's a lot of sex that starts out as a rape, like the guy just forced himself on her, and then after a while she gets into it. Like that's this film, every sex scene, and of course, how realistic. Yeah, yeah. the most famous, the reason this movie exists and people are still talking about it, and it probably got a Blu-ray release is the infamous goat sex scene oh um, i don't know how much was a real goat and how much was uh, a puppet or whatever but she she's really riding that <laughs> that uh that goat and it's a good five minutes of uh so if that's your thing if, if you want to if you want to watch that this is a family <laughs> flick double feature with goosebumps yeah, exactly <laughs> if you want to watch it that in the privacy of your home and you know not be worried it, it is legal apparently so um yeah this that's this movie could be for you <laughs> Um, like I said, I was disappointed. Okay, well, I, I don't, can't believe you guys let this slip here. I'm way more curious than anything. <laughs> well, exactly. It's one of those movies. I think that's why people watch it. It's like, well, that's not what I was talking about. 
the legal aspect yeah of fucking a goat no watching it i'm saying oh, if you yeah. if you got a real watching it if you okay. got a real video of like bestiality or something i, I don't know if that's legal, legal. Right? This is in a legal movie because, again, I don't think they actually... There's no actually real... They don't actually really do... So Let's the, go down uh, this rabbit hole yeah, some yeah. more. <laughs> at the end Anyways. of the movie, to say, like, no actual ghosts were fucked into making this movie? <laughs> I, I I didn't probably care to look through credits, okay. but it probably does. Anyways, let's move on. Um, I'm going to give it... Um, Three pumpkins out of ten. Ooh. It's a terrible movie. I was hoping it, it might be one. Before so this, goat cornhole. <laughs> I was hoping that it'd be one of those movies where it's <laughs> like a lot of boring sex, but then like you know the ending has a good payoff with yeah. the devil call, and it doesn't like. If you're waiting for something exciting to happen, you just get more sex. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I again, and it's not even like good looking. People are like, it's not like looking goats. It's not like you're watching a good porn, you know. I mean, if that's your thing, this was like just nonstop sex with non-attractive people. So three pumpkins out of ten, not for me, but you know, whatever floats your boat. That's it for the top. That boys. No wait, you watch this on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. It's a family movie. Both yeah. films that I watched were actually quite yeah. sleazy. Um, I finished off the night watching The Office employee transfer. It's got the cold open. Oh, yeah, right. They do the uh, Halloween. I forgot. I thought there was more Halloween. Where he's Facebook or Bookface. Yeah, Bookface, (laughs) which is still pretty funny. That is pretty amazing. Uh, It's a 7.5 episode, a 6.5 pumpkins episode. Okay. Uh Okay. I got a question for you guys. Uh, Never mind. That's next week. I got a question for you guys next week. Do you guys actually like me? (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, I guess... uh, the goat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're on the 14th. I guess with that, let's move on to the 14th. Well, I'll jump in. Uh, Based on your guys' recommendation, I've watched The Invisible Man. Oh, nice. What is great about this movie is the effects are awesome, and there is one bar hag that is the most screechingest girl I've ever seen, and she is so much fun in this movie. Yeah, totally. How annoying she is. I was hoping you were going to say, she reminds me of my mother. Exactly. No. (laughs) My mom's a saint. A saint. (laughs) She is, and she's probably listening to this Exactly. So, anyways, um, I... I can't believe how they actually did this at that time frame. Like, I, I, so it bogs my mind. Like, the oh, the effects magic, still, yeah, hold that, up. Like, they hold up great. I got to give this one 8.5 pumpkins. And Claude, Claude Rains is amazing yeah. in it. It's Every just actor <laughs> is good. Like, good in this, right? But how did you feel about him just going around being a dick for I five, thought, ten yeah, minutes? <laughs> that's so what made this movie. Yeah. I mean, like, throwing hats in the river yeah. and, the, like, the throwing one, bicycles at people. The one from, this is, like, yeah. a t- there's so much fun with his dialogue mm-hmm. and what's what the the characters are, are are so memorable. The only thing that this one doesn't have that the other ones have is the atmosphere. That's exactly. Yeah. It felt more like a comedy. But than that anything, but that scene right? in the uh, where he raids the the police department yeah. and the snow is so fucking good. Yeah, it's yeah. so super cool. And mm-hmm. again, like yeah. I I think I gave this eight pumpkins. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm still going through them all again this mm-hmm. year. I went through them like years ago, but I remember this being my favorite of the bunch, which was a surprise because this is the one I kind of threw on. Like, I guess I'll watch. Mm-hmm. This. I didn't care about it, and it was like, wow, what a! I, I think if you're going to recommend anyone, because these are hard to recommend people to watch. People don't even want to watch black and white films, let yeah. alone black and white films from the 30s and 40s. But I think if you're going to recommend, this is a great one to start off because I, I feel like it has that it's modern very, pace. It's, that, yeah, it's very the pace is quite yeah. quick. Uh, cool. Uh, I guess I'll jump in quickly. I'm just going to knock these two kids ones out of the way. Uh, so yeah, this was uh, the Thanksgiving Monday. I was home with the. Uh, 
the kids, so we watched some Scooby-Doo trying to get through this 13 Ghost yeah. series. Uh, Scooby-Doo and Quacky Land from 1985. This is where Scooby-Doo and the gang get sucked into the funny pages. This one was actually kind of fun because it's like him going through the various comics mm-hmm. trying to find the chest or whatever. Um, I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. Scooby-Doo fall in love with Marmaduke or no? No, unfortunately. Mm. I think they were. Oh, they could have been real characters. I don't know yeah. who all the, the comic characters were characters. Of the, of the like Vanilla Gorilla 70s or something and 80s, like that. You don't uh, know Quacky? <laughs> <laughs> and then... <laughs> the other episode, Coast to Ghost. This is Vincent. This one, I don't remember what it's about. All I remember is what a dick Vincent Van Gool is. Because the, the previous episode, he was, I guess his house was being renovated or some bullshit. So he's staying at their home. And the whole time, just him laying in bed, ordering like them to bring him food, the newspaper, and they're not quick enough, and blah, blah, blah. And then this episode opens up with him. And you see this um, this man running through this adventure through all these like spooky forests and climbing like these mm-hmm. high top mountains and all this stuff. And he gets to the top. And it turns out this is just him delivering Chinese food to Vincent Van Gogh and then Vincent Van Gogh is like ooh you forgot the fortune cookies you're gonna have to go back and get them <laughs> and it's like you prick um, I guess you know if you paid for them you won't yeah, yeah, hey, listen. Five and have a half. you ever paid for a fortune cookie in your life or does that just should get, come for free yeah but would you send the food back would you be like whoa 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 where's my fortune cookies there. no <laughs> yeah I just um, did <laughs> five and a half pumpkins out of ten for those uh, and I've, I finished off with uh, one more uh, family uh, movie this was Hocus Pocus from 1993 have you guys revisited this I haven't in ages no I haven't I haven't seen this since I was a kid. Uh, it's actually a lot of fun. It's got mm-hmm. the uh, mum from The Great Outdoors, which was a nice surprise. The kid from Erie, Indiana, the mm-hmm. TV series. Uh, the town hottie Vanessa Shaw's in there, who I remember had a huge crush on Is watching as a kid. Bette Midler in that? Yeah, she's yeah. one of the witches. Okay. Um, and uh, Sarah Jessica Park, and I forget who the other witch is. And then a very, very young Thor Birch. She's like like a little kid like a, Yeah, toddler. Um, anyways, they awaken the Sanderson sisters. The kid from uh, Eriana doesn't believe in all the witchcraft, and he lights mm. the black candle. Um, it, I was surprised how dark the opening was. Like it opens up with a young girl getting her spirit sucked out of her and dying, <laughs> and then her brother, who's trying to save her, they turn into a cat where he's stuck like that for like the so hundred years. The parents lose, their and yeah, it ends with the parents like being, "Where are my kids?" <laughs> crying and like never seeing their kids again. So I was surprised by that. And Sarah Jessica Parker's character in the movie too is kind of like the skanky witch and there's oh, a lot of like, like a... stuff there where she's like riding the bus driver's lap oh, and wait like... a minute Sarah Jessica Parker's playing kind of like a skank yeah <laughs> and they, 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 there's like the, the devil uh, guy handing out candy they think is a real devil and he's like flirting with her even though his wife is in the room <laughs> um, anyways yeah I was surprised I had a lot of fun with it. Mm. it it looks great which I was I was like wait this is a McGarris film he's yeah. I like I like McGarris as a person but as a directing his, his yeah. style is very bland but then I found out he didn't direct it he just wrote it which makes sense because it's a great looking film mm-hmm. uh, a lot of cool like um i guess uh, doug jones is the um oh, guy yeah, the, the zombies who's losing yeah. his head he was fun there, there's a lot of cool mm-hmm. actually practical effects in there and it does a good job of mixing like the scares like there's some stuff that is maybe a little too mm-hmm. scary but then with the family fun it's like you can watch it with your kids and as an adult enjoy it uh i'm gonna give it uh, seven pumpkins out of ten it was is uh, there a lot of singing and dancing in this or not really no there's only there's only the one there's scene. the big scene yeah. in the, the the they do uh, put a spell on you because yeah. yeah they put a spell on all the the all the parents are at uh, uh, I guess a Halloween party yeah. and they, they put a spell on them so they end up dancing like all night as they steal the children really cool scene too where all they are singing this spell and all there's like this cool score as all mm-hmm. the kids are walking through the dark streets with like candlelight because they're, they're on a trance like to go to the home uh, where the witches are going to take all their spirits like I, I don't know I was, I was quite impressed with it cool well he was impressed he was you impressed heard, you heard it here first Speaking of being like impressed, I watched Jennifer's Body, uh, and I was expecting garbage, but it actually 
brought me in, man. Like I was had some fun with this movie. It kind of like um wasn't as terrible as I thought it would be. I guess Diablo Cody uh, wrote it and directed it. Yeah, this was her follow up after Juno. Yeah. And like there was like that backlash after Juno. Like everyone liked Juno and then all of a sudden there's a sudden backlash yeah. where it was kind of cool to hate Diablo Cody. Cody. But yeah, this is a film I've heard a couple it's podcasts been actually. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, a couple yeah. podcasts I, have been praising it. Even like Megan Fox, I think she did a good job of like just playing like the um a flirtatious little young girl there, like the uh, succubus. I, I so. had this on my to watch this. I don't know if I'll get to it, but mm-hmm. I, I did add it because I've yeah, like you said, I've been hearing a lot of and praise he's a about cat from the OC, um, Adam, Adam Brody. Adam Brody. I, yeah. He was in this movie, and he's actually really despicable. He's he, awesome. He was uh, great in Ready or Not. The, oh yeah, the, that's right. Yeah, he's done a couple cameos in horror films, and he's usually pretty good in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a seven pumpkins. Cool. I'll th- I might have to throw that one in. Mm-hmm. I watched um, the 19, I think it's 74 Amicus uh, anthology horror film from Beyond the Grave. Oh, sweet. Uh, I thought that this was super kick yeah. ass. Um, nice. It's got uh, four stories. The the wraparound, which I, I think you guys have said you you. Like, it's one of my favorites. Mm. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm I thought it was okay. What's the wraparound on this one again? So the wraparound is this. It's in this like antique shop. And oh Peter yeah, Cushing, yeah, 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 yeah. And he kind of tempts the yeah. customers, and if if you take advantage, yeah. like he'll, he'll like, oh, I'm going to leave the register open, mm-hmm. or like, you know, one the one guy switches the price on the item or whatever, and if so, if he tempts you, and if you rip him off, you pay the price, and if you the don't, then price. you may survive. So the first one is the gate crasher. It's this guy. He comes in, he gets his mirror, uh, antique mirror, at a mm-hmm. knockdown price, and all of a sudden this face starts appearing it looks in the mirror too, after it? they have a, a seance. seance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks so cool. There's something about this one. I, I like this one, but uh, something about the payoff didn't mm-hmm. quite get, add, there. get there for me. Um, yeah, I, 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 I was really surprised. Cool. So I really like this one. It's very dark. Like, that whole anthology I like because has a nice mix, but I, I thought this segment especially is one of the darker ones. Like he's like butchering people mm-hmm. and serving their bodies. Yeah, he has to, to give the guy in the mirror blood, and then he. Yeah, there's there's something about the this back half of it that didn't get me as much. And then the second one is an act of kindness. It stars uh, Donald Pleasance and oh, his daughter right. uh, Angela Pleasance, and they're basically trying to uh, bring this. Man in who's in a in a marriage that is loveless out. marriage, loveless marriage, and his wife is just terrible. She's to him. despicable too, isn't she? But he's not great either. He's lying uh, all the time about uh, you hanging know, out with his a war buddy or the yeah the hobo. His war service. Yeah. Uh, there's a great twist in this one. I, I really like this one a lot. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, it might be my favorite yeah. from which is from weird because I think that's the only one that didn't make my list. I, I, oh yeah, it's like one of my least favorite segments. But yeah. But yeah, I, I that's I, I always think these anthologies are kind of fun that you know they give that that nice mix where like your favorite yeah. I might not like and my favorite you might not like but like there, there's so much there's something there for everyone I think and it's kind of fascinating hearing everyone's thoughts on the the different segments. Sure. Uh, the third one is the elemental. It's this kind of like pompous business dude that's on a train meets this woman and uh, she says, "Hey, there's this elemental on mm-hmm. your shoulder." He's like, "What are you talking about? What are you what are you getting on about?" And uh, basically. This he does have this kind of demon creature on him, uh, and that's biting his wife and shit, yeah, pulling her hair and whatnot. And that one's so much fun, it shows like so much fun what you can do with 
with just an idea and no, like, yeah, it's such a great idea because you can do that with no budget because you don't have to ever see. You can just say, yeah. oh yeah, then no, there's something it's there. there, and they do such a good job selling you that you believe mm-hmm. that there is something there. Yeah, and when when the the psychic comes over the house to get rid of the like exercise this this elemental, mm-hmm. uh, like oh, all the so effects fun, in yeah. the house are so much fun. Yeah, I, I I think I that was probably my my second favorite. It was up there, eh? and then the door is this guy buys this kind of old door and enters. It opens up sometimes into this old manor home mm-hmm. that's super creepy, and and there's this guy that's was into black magic, and he tries to bring people in so he can take their souls. Yeah, and, uh, it's got really cool atmosphere. Actually, the very cool atmosphere. Uh, yeah, so I, lo- I I really like that one a lot too. I, I mm-hmm. thought this was a, a overall overall all solid eh? all solid. I'm gonna give it seven point five. Yeah, that's a cool. that's great pumpkins. Score. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorites, and the Amicus ones really like for the most part are solid. And I like that you get you see a lot of those recurring actors. It might be my them. it might be my favorite of the Amicus. I'm trying to think. Over Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, I don't know. I think t- maybe Tales, Tales from the, from the Crypt. Crypt this one, great. and then uh, Vault of Horror. Yeah, Vault of Horror. So I watched uh, coming up for the new movie that's coming out this weekend. I watched uh, Zombieland. I really like. The interplay between all four cast members. I had a. Is it Michael Sarah so good in this? He is so good, right? <laughs> <laughs> How did they not get Michael Sarah to be the kind of like mirror version of it? That the would new be one? great, right? It seems like a wasted opportunity. I guess Michael Sarah didn't want to do it. I guess he's got like a, <laughs> that Arrested Development money still coming in, which is kind of nice. I really, yeah, I was wondering if this one would still hold up because I remember really digging theaters and like mm-hmm. upon rewatch like years later, I, it's it was fun. still fun, but I didn't enjoy it as much. I think my problem is I'm just so burnt out on zombies. And I still, even I with the new one, like I'm not excited about because I'm just done with zombies for like I need a couple year break. You like, need to get out of it, eh? Yeah. But. Anyways, speak of cameos, one of the best cameos in a horror movie yeah. again. He's so good. I'm gonna give this one a seven point five pumpkins. Cool. You can't see what I'm doing, but. You doing? I, I started doing that actually in my, my everyday life. So I was like, "Hey, that beer is great." Oh, thank you. Like, like I do the. Okay, uh... do up your pants. Put that away. <laughs> yeah, um... right. I watched on the fourteenth Society. Oh, nice. Which uh, came, I believe, recommended by a couple of you guys. Yeah, both uh, of me and Kyle. And my goodness, uh, coming from someone who's not a huge like you know, I'm not body horror geek. I'm not hardcore into the scene. I enjoy a horror movie. I enjoy killing. You like a good shunt is what you're saying. I do. I do. I do. (laughs) This movie is definitely one of those. Just go watch it. It's a movie that just spices up your sex life. Yeah. (laughs) It unbelievably is just worth the payoff. Like it's one of those movies where like if you're not like. If if you're like me and like you need something to keep you really interested in a movie, this movie even there's parts where it kind of dies down a little bit. Well, it's a slower it film, but it has it this up. cool mystery throughout. That kind of yeah. like it constantly throws weird stuff at you, yeah. and you you're watching to find out where it's going to go. I, I yeah, find. and it's it's one of those where you're not going to be let down with oh, where no. it takes you. It's just it's. Bring One, mom over. The most insane endings. Bring in mom movie, over. Whatever. What kind of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Serve dinner. Yeah. Start the appetizer around yeah. the first ten minutes of the movie. And then, uh, prolong it yeah. so you know you're. Now, d- d- is it like Cronenbergy in any oh, way? Yeah, yeah. It is crazy, but it, but it's like it's kind of got like a silly campiness. Like it, it's not. A, it's not. Doesn't have a. G- the director is known for like Return of the Living Dead three yeah. and like the reanimator sequels and stuff. Like it's. It's not like the acting isn't great. Like it is kind of a cheesy film. I don't know if you would get as much out of it as we would, but again, that ending is so 
like wow mm-hmm. factor that it, I'd say it's everyone should watch it at least once. Like it may not blow you I away. It may not be top hundred. And just only watched the last forty minutes of the movie, <laughs> you would enjoy it and be like, oh, that was a lot of fun. It's Cronenberg meets enjoy Chuck E. Cheese. A little bit more if you watch the whole thing. <laughs> I say sing, single man or woman challenge is you have to pull this movie on your first date. And see, like, if, if if they're into it, like, that could be that could be the ring the next day. <laughs> that could be the one. Or they're gonna kill your cat. Yeah, I would. I'd be worried morning. about girls who would be like, "Yeah, he's great. Let's go shunt somebody." She starts getting like really like <laughs> <Yeah>. excited. <laughs> I'm gonna go seven point five pumpkins nice. out of ten for this movie. Yeah, I think it's definitely something I'm gonna watch. I think next that's year. what I gave it too. So, um, I watched uh, one of my favorites this month so far from 1972 called The Asphyx. So th- it's about is this, this another porn about a guy who just likes ass. <laughs> he needs his fix. <laughs> this is with uh, this one has uh, horse sex this time. No, uh, this is uh, a scientist notices. <laughs> it's a donkey sex film. <laughs> I need my ass fix, man. <clears throat> no, this one a scientist notices a strange orb and pictures of people on their deathbed, and uh, he learns that this thing is called an asphyx, which uh, from Greek mythology is pretty much a personal grim reaper. He learns that. It isn't like death that comes and grabs you. Mm-hmm. Everyone has this personal little creature, which is their death. And he also comes to the conclusion after his son and uh, daughter-in-law are killed in an accident. So he starts investigating this more and uh, learns that he can devise this device that uh, has this dripping valve and phosphorus stones. And it creates this blue light that actually allows you to capture the asphyx. And if you capture the asphyx, you, you're pretty much immortal because it's... No, you can't die. Mm-hmm. So he's he's he finds a way to capture this and lock it away, and uh, he makes a deal with him and his daughter and their son-in-law, and they're all going to become immortal. But the catch is two things: that one, if you're like really in pain, and he he um, captures this, you're going to be really in pain. You don't just like your pain doesn't go away, so you'll be immortal. But yeah. you're going to be if you're dying of a horrible disease or something, you're going to feel that the whole time. The other catch is that to get this, you have to be on your deathbed. So if you're fine. The only way, like, to get his, he he goes in an electric chair and electrocutes himself so they can capture it. And to capture it for the other people, they set up all these other death devices. And I'll just say it's, everything doesn't go as planned, and it starts getting pretty crazy. Um, I really dug this one. I thought it's a really fascinating mm-hmm. uh, story. The effects were kind of cool. The way they do the ghosts are, like, the way I like them, where it's kind of like that light effect over top. Oh, nice. And it kind of, there's, like, a cool scene where it goes towards the camera. It's kind of got this de- demonic kind of ghostbustery looking creature yeah i really dug it i'm gonna give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten it was a big surprise for me if you know my ratings that's pretty high um i think you guys should all watch it it's one you don't really hear many people talking about which uh, i'm surprised let's do this one too awesome uh well i watch maybe it's it's got to be up there maybe not the favorite but it's maybe the second favorite i've seen uh in october this is the original invasion of the body snatchers oh that's amazing um it's kind of an exercise in economical storytelling. It is so good, right? So good. Uh, everything. There's no wasted time in this. Whatsoever. Have you seen the 50s version, Matty? I just watched it this oh, week, okay. yeah. I thought the actors were great. I thought... What is the name of that dude who plays a villain in everything in this one? He's like the uh, the uh, hunky heartthrob. He's the lead in it. He plays like from UHF. And yeah, yeah. He's always a villain, like yeah. the uh, swarmy villain. But yeah. he's actually really hunky in this. And like I believe him to be like a hero in this. Like a doctor. He, yeah, well, he's a, he's the mm-hmm. the town doctor. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's excellent. Uh, yeah, so I I, I loved it. Um, I, I would highly recommend it. Now, have you seen the other version? I haven't. The seventies version is like one of my favorite horror films of all time. So if you haven't seen it, if you weren't planning on watching it, you should. Yeah. 
it's fantastic. It's got Donald Sutherland, uh, Leonard Nimoy, and Jeff Goldblum, I believe. Uh, it, it's so fucking. And then there's like a '90s version, which is like Abel Ferreira's version. Which oh yeah, I yeah, found yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah, weird. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's pretty much pod people, but in um, an army facility. Yeah. And then the, then the Nicole Kidman The Invasion, yeah, which yeah. I've owned for years and haven't watched because yeah. I've heard how bad it is. I think that one had a lot of studio interference. Yeah. But yeah, the '70s version. If you haven't seen it, it good. you need to watch Even it. The effects in the '50s version are pretty cool. Oh, like the, when you the, see, the like, pod the people, the actual pod. Like this is where yeah. pod people basically come from, yeah. right? And the pods are they're amazing looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna give it eight point five pumpkins. Cool. Yeah. Wow, nice. Like a, a like I've uh, I've it. owned it. I picked up the new Blu-ray, yeah. so I'm gonna have to watch that. Uh, yeah, it's good for this uh, this month. So I went down um, the Modern Family um, rabbit hole, and from uh, I think season two, episode six, uh, Halloween. Okay, the first one. Yeah, yeah, the first Halloween episode. I guess what happens is. Uh, she loves Halloween so much. His and, wife, or the yeah, wife, yeah, the wife of the mother of the family, and she's trying to get everyone involved in this like crazy haunted house where the kids are coming in, but everyone's kind of arguing, having their own shit going on, and it's just like, guys, just fucking get it together and make this Halloween special because yeah, this is like it's, the, it's the day of the year yeah. she waits for every year. It's her Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give it like a seven point five pumpkins. It's it's good. I also watched uh, Open House of Horror, which uh, the father of uh, the girl who loves Halloween is like, listen, honey, you can't scare me. I know what's going on. So he has this date where he's a real tale salesman. He goes to an open house and she's trying to scare him as he's like running people through. And like you see it in the background constantly her like doing like this uh, like she's a ghost in the mirror. She's hanging from the rafters and he's just like ignoring it constantly. It's just out of his eyeline so he's not seeing it. It's kind I of enjoy fun. that episode. Yeah. It's kind of fun. I'm going to give it a eight pumpkins out of ten. That's oh. with that O'Neill from Little Giants. You got it. <laughs> Is that O'Neill and Little Giants? I think so. Oh, yeah. Well, I love the movie as a kid. I haven't seen it since. I don't Rick, think Rick, it. Rick Moranis and yep. O'Neill? Yep. Uh, I finished the off tonight yeah. with uh, three favorites of mine. If you've listened to the show going back to the Horror and More days, you've heard me talk about these many times. I start off with Home Improvement Season 3, <laughs> Crazy for You from 1993. This is one of my favorite Halloween episodes of all time. Tim Taylor has to deal with an obsessed fan. I think this episode just works so well because, well, I I think unfortunately they spoiled that it's all prank pretty Mm -hmm. early on. I think it would have worked better throughout because it actually has kind of a creepiness to it the way like she's phoning and then, you know, the wife checks and there's no one on the line and the way they do like the score is fantastic in this for a a sitcom. Mm -hmm. It's really creepy. And then, you know, they see Rose there and he goes to show his wife and then they turn back and Rose is gone but there's just a skeleton with the Rose in his That's mouth. Like, cool. th- there's so many cool moments and some of the comedy I know everyone hates Tim Taylor and the show's not funny to them. <laughs> Fair enough but there's some good stuff. I like where he calls the operator asking for the number to 911. Um, that sounds that's some knee <laughs> that sounds <laughs> frightful for me. Some knee slapping yeah. guffaws over here. Uh, I thought I don't know. Oh, Tim Taylor you've done it again. <laughs> I don't know. I think he handles comedy pretty well but um, yeah I don't know. I, I think it's uh, one of those few sitcoms that actually works as you know the scares actually work uh, with it. I'm going to give it nine pumpkins holy out of ten. Moly. High score. Uh, this is like I said this is like my favorite in top three favorite Halloween specials. I watch it every year. I never get bored. I was watching Becky and she's like why do you watch this, these specials every year like you've seen them and it's like yes because like I don't know it doesn't feel like Halloween to have thrown these on. Um, they just have that perfect atmosphere and two they, they, a lot of like costumes and set pieces and stuff uh, throughout yeah, which give, is really fun. The costumes are kind of cool. Uh, next I watched Martin season <laughs> one The Night He Came Home from 1992. Um, I can't say how much this show holds up the rest of the show because I tried watching the other episodes yeah, of season. That's good. Didn't really how work for me but How many seasons of Martin are there? Two? Uh-huh. <laughs> I think there's like seven maybe. Mm. 
But anyways, as a Halloween episode, though, again, if you don't like the show, it doesn't matter. This yeah. episode is fantastic. Uh, it opens up. Martin is arguing that, uh, you know, fear is pretty much a female thing. And he's like, ah, who, when you're at the theater, who's the, the one, like, grabbing up to the shoulder, screaming of the horror films, the women? And he's, like, knocking on all of them. So you know he's got a prank coming his way. So anyways, they have a Halloween party at their house. They have a little seance, and they contact Old Man Ackerman, who's this guy that died in his apartment, apparently. Again, I think it works so well because the scares in most sitcoms, it's not like you, it's all comedy throughout. This, like, it actually is kind of scary mm. uh, at parts. Like, when all the shit goes, all hell breaks loose, you have, like, possessed people and, and all furniture and everything flying everywhere. Mm-hmm. The dummy in the closet's, like, coming to life. And again, the music's really cool. I mean, it's just got some fun, too. Like, even if you don't find Martin funny, I think the supporting cast kind of yeah. makes the show. There's a lot of great moments for them where he's telling the story and you think it's about a ghost. But again, actually relating back to a goat, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he tells the whole story and ends up being about a goat, not a ghost. Um, anyways, I'm going to give this one eight and a half pumpkins oh, out of 10. Okay. I think this is, again, one of the best Halloween specials out there. And I finished off the night with uh, the classic uh, that you'll probably agree with me, on, at least on this one. Roseanne? Roseanne season two, Boo nice. from 1989. I don't know if this is the originator of the prank war in Halloween, mm. but this is the one that first made it uh, a thing Prime for time. me. Uh, it's fantastic. Again, yeah. like the DVD I have actually has a commentary in this episode and they would talk. She talks about how they would cheap out on episodes leading up to Halloween and throughout the year so they could have a big budget for their Halloween episodes. Nice. And I think it really shows down to the costumes, the sets and mm-hmm. everything. And, and again, they all kind of have a uh, cool score. That'd be, I'd love for someone to release like a, a CD with all these That's sitcom all the horror. The welcome. Yeah, welcome to yeah. the Tunnel of Terror. Please join us. But uh, yeah, it's great. It's just them trying to scare each other and yeah. it's just one after the other and to, to see who is, which we, this is actually where we stole the it king from. Of Halloween. The king of Halloween. Uh, I'm going to give this one nine pumpkins out of ten. Oh, wow. As well. Those to me are not probably... Quite be- not quite better than Home Improvement, though. Uh, equal. It, I would say if I had to choose one, I would go Roseanne, but nope. I didn't want to go 9.5 because mm. that's insane. Yeah. But I think, again, like these three are probably it for me if I had to choose the three. The three. Main, I think they all do contenders. that perfect mix of the sitcom, but with still delivering like yeah. creepy scores and still delivering like horror elements, I guess. Uh, yeah. I watched... 1960s The City of the Dead next Um, nice this is uh, uh, about a kind of like a Salem-ish kind of Massachusetts Mm -hmm. uh, town that that has had um, uh, kind of a history of witchcraft and burning a witch at the stake but now the town's uh, the college student goes to Investigate the town, and 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 she. Yeah, she's doing like a study on witches, or something. She's doing a yeah. study on the on the history of witches and witchcraft, uh, and then she see finds out a, a startling secret of what's going yeah. on. Yeah, this movie. Um, so, what are, what are your thoughts? Did you I like love it this or, movie. Yeah. yeah, like the atmosphere, like oh. the, you know, you literally have it's so thick, like you have fog wrapped to their waist deep. Like it looks like they're just walking in clouds of fog. Fog so much everywhere. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um, Did you mention Christopher Lee was in there? Christopher Lee is uh, technically the star, even though he's not in it as yeah. much. I think he's rarely in it with another actor in yeah. the same shot. Yeah. Uh, definitely shooting around probably his schedule. But he's he's excellent in it. I, I love the supporting characters a lot. Uh, this was a, again another like really solid yeah. one for me. I'm gonna. It's, get, 
sorry. I was just going to say I'm going to give it eight pumpkins. Nice. Yeah, I, th- I think that's what I'm going to give. It was one of my favorites of last year, my favorite discoveries. It's one of those things, too, which I, I always dig is where you go into a town and, like, is everyone in on it? You don't really know. And it, it, it adds so much to me when you get a movie like that because who can you trust? And, yeah, I, I I really dug it. What did you think? Did you notice the, the DVD? I guess I didn't give you the DVD cover, just the, the Blu-ray disc. But did you see all the zombies on the Blu-ray disc? So one of the poster arts I, for this, it makes no fucking sense, but it is one of the original poster art is a bunch of zombie heads, and it's called City of the Dead. Oh, weird. And it makes no sense because there are no zombies in There's this There's zero zombies. <laughs> cool. Glad you enjoyed it. I was kind of worried there. Um, no, I really, really liked it. And then uh, it was time for another Tammy Netflix pick. Oh, God. Ooh. Tammy, you, in, in previous years, has always like picked these kind of like off the beaten path ones that end up being good yeah mm-hmm. and this year her uh, success rate not so hot so are they all, they're all from netflix uh this is an, another oh. one that's on netflix the mm-hmm. open house uh f- from 2018 it's this teenager and his mother the again from 13 tapes th- 13 uh, reasons why uh, yeah and goosebumps Ooh. don't forget goosebumps and, and, and goosebumps uh he's pretty he's terrible in this movie um and i don't normally find him terrible but he's He's awful, awful in this. In this. Uh, no range. Uh, yeah, it's a mother and son that, again, the father has died. They're having money trouble, so they go to her sister's place in the mountains. It's this beautiful home, but she's trying to sell it, so there's an open house. And then there's uh, some creepy guy that ends up staying for after the Oprah, open house, and he's doing all the stupid shit to them. Did you say after Oprah? Yeah, after, after Oprah. <laughs> after the Oprah And episode. you get a knife, and you get a staffing. <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, fuck this movie. Uh, it's it's really bad. We'll have to give Tammy shit when we see her at your <laughs> Halloween party. Another three point five pumpkins. Ooh. I don't know. I don't it, like Netflix. It's hard to find like anything yeah. horror related, like good horror on that. It's on it's it's, bad. it's like, been like there are some. The, the they have a couple ones. exclusives, but it's it's bad. Like, yeah, like if you want to if you want to see The Witch again and you want to watch Hereditary, they're on there. Yeah, yeah. but I've it's been, really easy to find stuff that's scary as shit on Netflix. It's just really hard to find horror movies. <laughs> like there's like nine Jeff Durham specials on. <laughs> oh there, yeah, that shit's scary as hell. You're just scared of puppets from after watching all them puppet masters as kids. And then uh, I watched a Tales from the Dark Side effect in Cause. It's with us uh, Susan Strasberg, who's who's quite. Uh, charming in it, but the it's a, not a very good episode. Four point five pumpkins. Yeah, going Oof. down that. So um, I watched How I Met Your Mother, the Slutty Pumpkin and Slutty Pumpkin Returns. Uh, they're all right. They're How I Met Your Mother episodes. Does that show hold up? I've been curious. It's not. It's kind of a. I picked up the complete series because I still don't know who the mother is, so don't spoil it for me. People, some of the but, jokes uh, land, but just the melodrama of these characters, I just can't. Well, what's stand the lead? Such a whiny little. Yeah, he's yeah, bitch. he's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I and it just seems like they were like, and that was the best Christmas that we ever had. It just kind of gets a bit grinding after nine yeah. seasons of it. And I can't imagine Barney. Yeah, this day and age, and that's not that. Yeah, long. we were talking about this at work. If that would fly these days, I don't know, man. He was almost like rapey. Was he? He's a, a little yeah. bit like almost like a sociopath in a weird yeah. way. So it's I mean, weird yeah. how like times have changed, and that was only like a couple years yeah, ago. It's right? crazy, right? And what do you want a five point five pumpkins? I, th- I, I thought this was going to be your nine, but for uh, both maybe. of them, Matty? Yeah. Or? Okay. <laughs> Not only have you you've had a terrible fuck, you had a bad last month and last no, year. No, like some of the movies have been great. Okay, it just seems like you're watching like Simpsons. A lot of five point five. I, I watch a lot of sitcoms because like if I'm going to bed. Yeah. Uh, Danny, anything for the fourteenth? Yeah, the other thing I watched on the fourteenth, or the only thing I watched on the fourteenth, 
Uh, is I watched Sinister Two. I know you guys give me a lot of Ooh. shit for Sinister One, but no, I like Sinister One. I like Sinister One up until the last like ten minutes, but Sinister Two is a piece of mm-hmm. shit because it, it continues the worst part of Part One. But is Sinister Two for me is is it's kind of a little anthology where it's just like let's come up with a couple different ways that are fucked up and ways to kill people. Yeah. Like as much as like if you would talk about the wraparound of that movie, it's is Ethan not Hawk great. in part two? Is no. he in part no, one? No, it's James uh, Rathbone, uh, who I love. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. Like the, I find both of those movies, the snuff footage is really great. Yeah, but everything else Ransom. is not good. James and it Ransom. just it feels a very like part two especially feels very outdated. Like the whole evil kid thing was done to death. Yeah, at that yeah. point, yeah. Like, like I I really like that movie because the first one you only really had one or two kind of like mm-hmm. the the snuff kind of gore porn shit. Mm-hmm. But in the other one, it was like a bunch of different creative kind of things yeah. going on. Yeah, I really enjoyed part two. That for one, that. Did part two of the tree. The trees. Part two, yeah, is the tree. Yeah, yeah I like that. There are well, the, some the elements one, in, in yeah, the, the second one well. that that wow. are are kind of. It's not a complete waste mm-hmm. for me, at least. Um, I don't I like that one, but I, I I also don't like the movie, but yeah. I, there's still like. Well, what are you going to give it? Uh, I'm just doing. Six pumpkins. I kind of debated around five. Your reviews are on pumpkins. point again this yeah. uh, this episode, Danny. Yeah, thank you, sir. Yeah, it's it's one of those where I kind of threw it on. I was eating dinner, and I was just like, I just want to watch this. If I watch the whole thing, awesome. If I don't, I'm not going to be heartbroken that I didn't finish it. I hope you just keep on doing a lot of half movies so none of them count. (laughs) (laughs) You did finish this one, though, right? I did finish this one. Cool. Is that it for the 14th? That's it for the 14th. So um, on the 15th, I watched from 2018 uh, Suspiria, the remake. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't like it. It was good. Like I thought. Like uh, I don't know. What you're trying to say, yeah. Maddie. <laughs> uh, Maddie, I think we, yeah. we. You didn't hate this film. You liked it. You didn't like it. It was good. <laughs> I think we yeah. got to the point where we decided on the episode that was a race yeah. of this. I thought you really liked it. You went very good. We got there. He did yeah. the same thing. I like the atmosphere. Now that you're thinking about it, you're realizing maybe it if wasn't it so good. If it wasn't named Suspiria, I think I would enjoy this movie. Naming Suspiria really hindered it in a weird way. Like, well, it yeah, really it's has not Suspiria. Nothing to do with it. It's, yeah. it just takes place like a ballerina school, and they're witches. And the witches, I like how they're almost like human beings, and they're almost manipulating these girls. They're going out and like having drinks to show they're like, yeah, we're normal, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah. unfortunately, this is a case where if they don't name it Suspiria, this movie doesn't get made. It, that would make sense because it is kind I don't of know, like it didn't. It didn't seem ar- like it had a huge artsy. budget. I, th- yeah. I think like it was. I, it, I think it was for an art movie. Uh, like it's very hard to make these movies. Now. Yeah, I know, but I don't know if we have movies like The Witch and the Lighthouse being made in Hereditary. I don't see how this is any different other than the fact that it's three fucking hours long. It is a pretty. You could have easily cut an hour, movie. hour and a half. Out you of that could. Movie. There was a lot of like sprawling, like uh, everything that you like about Suspiria, like beautiful yeah. color and in colors. Mm-hmm. Not in this film. It's kind of kills, cool, which is really weird. creative kills. Not yeah. in like the, the the one kill is creative, but then they just mm-hmm. do that one twice or something. Yeah. And then the third thing about Spiri is that this whole thing is like this foreboding, like mystery and this tension building mm-hmm. waiting to see what happens. This film like throws that away because ten, right well, ten minutes ten minutes away, the, you know what's going score? on. I, was, I thought the score was eh, kind of interesting. I didn't. I didn't I think the score would work good if you're listening to it and gets around your house listening mm-hmm. to it. With the movie, it doesn't, like, when you start hearing him sing, it doesn't feel like a horror film. Like, it's not scary. Yeah. Like, it's no goblin, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, 
seeing all the witches sitting around having their tea and crumpets like mm-hmm. just made them not scary to me anymore. I, I didn't find this movie scary, but it was more yeah. interesting than anything. I enjoyed like the um, subplot of that old man and his oh. wife going missing. You didn't like that, did you? It's just, again, it didn't need to be there. It's like this film. A lot of things in this movie didn't need to no, be exactly. there. No, exactly. That's a problem. Yeah. Like three, If you're going to ask me to spend three hours mm-hmm. of my time, you better have like, it better be worth it. And, but it's a very divisive film. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that love it and think it's better than the original film, which is crazy. No, no, no. There's a lot of people that agree with me and we're like, again, I didn't hate it. I just came away like, that was okay, I guess. Like, it wasn't good. And even the ending, it was cool, but it just went it on for a very long time. And it didn't feel like it fit the film. Time. It almost yeah. felt like it, it's from a different film. It's yeah, almost like we didn't in. give you anything. I'm definitely so going I'm, I'm to watch this one uh, yeah. before... I, I was like, I was really excited for it. In the first like five minutes, like it opens up with uh, uh, what's that? The actress's name from Kick Ass and the Carrie remake and uh, oh, Chloe, uh, Chloe Savine, uh, no, Chloe Grace Martez, yeah. yeah, like where she's in the the psychiatrist mm-hmm. and she's like talking about how like they're gonna come get her, like mm-hmm. so that set up this like cool like oh shit, and then like they kind of threw that away like fifteen mm-hmm. minutes into the film. I, I don't know, I I was pretty disappointed with the film, yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it seems like I've seen a podcast well, where they all didn't it? like it, and I've seen another podcast you where they all loved it. You bored at all with it or no? I don't know if it, I was it bored. Captured, it captured me for I don't like know if three I was hours. bored, but again, like, I don't really have an urge to watch yeah. it again, and that's not saying much. Yeah. For... See, that's not a... I don't necessarily... Some of my favorite movies I probably don't need to watch again yeah. for 15 years. Nah. Like, there's other movies that I want to rewatch because they're just like some... But there's shitty movies that I can easily rewatch. Yeah. Because they're time wasters. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. To me, if it's a good movie, I'm going to want to rewatch it. Unless it's something where it's like depressing and something like that. that. Yeah, that may, you know, I may really appreciate it and and enjoy it for what it is, but not want to rewatch it. Mm -hmm. But something like this, I mean. I don't know. I'm going to give it a 6.5 pumpkins. Oh, I, I'm curious about your. You went down. I, I whole, was seven. 7.5 last time. I was seven. No. Was it 7.5? Yeah. I think you were. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. I knew yeah. once it, you thought about it, it would yeah. go down. It's, 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 it's yeah. I thought it was seven. Yeah, but again, watch it. I'm curious on your take on it. I, I think Adam's going to like it. Because it's real art. Is what I'm predicting. Like, artsy. I, I like the director. Yeah. Uh, like, Call Me uh, uh, By Your Name is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. the last few oh, years. Okay. Um, yeah. So. Cool. I'm, I'm curious to hear what you think about it. It's been on my list. Um, so, I, I watched... So, speaking, you know, a movie that you wouldn't think I would enjoy, um, uh, probably, uh, The Nun. <laughs> okay. Like the nun from this, is it 2018 or 2019? Or? 2018. 2018. Wow. Okay, I, don't, I, I didn't love the nun or anything. Yeah. But everybody hates on the nun. Oh, uh, yeah, this film was like the most hated mm-hmm. movie of 2018. And I thought it was kind of fun. Like, it's got atmosphere. The jokey stuff is terrible yeah. in it. But the set is uh, amazing. I, I like the actors. Mm-hmm. Both both the, the leads, are, are I thought, were really good in it. I don't understand the hate of this. Well, I see, I, I saw a bit of this because I was trying to watch it for the best of last year, yeah. and I only made it through 20 minutes, and then when I didn't finish it after that, I'm like, fuck, I'm done with 2018 movies, so I never got, got back to it. Because yeah. we watched like 100 many, yeah. In, yeah. in a month. But yeah, I, I'm curious. I mean, I, I can't say I loved what I saw, but at the same time, like I know we both enjoyed Annabelle, mm-hmm. and everyone hated that film. And again, yeah. like I'm not saying Annabelle was great, but we both watched it. Like, I don't see why it got so much hate. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Like This, this is my th- thing. Like It's a very dumb loud movie yep. but it it doesn't try to hide that it's that yeah I, I think that maybe there's an expectation 
or or something because it's in the Conjuring universe. I felt universe. like that actress, a young one, fell out of place, but I, I don't know what's uh, her name. She's the sister, Teresa. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, Farmiga. 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 Yeah, I I didn't uh, feel that way. She's okay. supposed to be young. Mm-hmm. She's not a nun yet. Yeah, I thought she was good in it. Okay. Again, I only saw the first. I think the jokes minutes. didn't land. The jokes for are me. The jokes are really like bad. it really took you out of it a lot. All the Frenchy stuff. Yeah. Whenever Frenchy is there, you're going. Ah, okay. Is that the character's name, Frenchy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His. That's what. Okay. His, oh. But he's from Quebec. Um, I'm. I'm still giving it six pumpkins. I like. <laughs> I. I don't think this is great by any means. Are you going to go back to your uh, best of the year list and add this into 2018? No, I would not have made okay. my 2018 no. list. Okay. I think my number ten was. What was my number ten? And anyways, yeah, Maddie like, like it making would, out. What's that with a goat? Was was that, that was that a movie? Did you guys film that? That, that was number ten. Maddie yeah, that was go- on New Year's. Yeah. Maddie, Maddie is New goat Year's. making out. Uh, yeah, again, it's it's okay. Yeah, the I had I had Halloween as my number ten. This was not as good as Halloween. Maddie's yeah. backyard party. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um. So I um. The, the night before when I did the three episodes, I tried to do another Roseanne, didn't make it through, so I threw it on today to finish it. I'm not going to go through all the ho- Roseanne Halloween just because I don't... I try not to do it every year because I don't want them to get to the point where I already know them almost off by heart. Mm-hmm. So uh, this year I skipped ahead and went to season six, Halloween five, even though the other ones are great. So if you haven't watched them, watch them all. But from 1993, this is the one where Roseanne suggests to Nancy and Jackie and Dan, they're all going to go as the Beaver Cleaver family with cleavers yeah. through their heads. But uh, Nancy says, oh, I don't know, because I don't think Dan likes me. And then Roseanne talks to him, and it turns out he doesn't like her because she's so full of herself. <laughs> and uh, so Roseanne, though, convinces Dan at least to pull a prank on her to the show that he likes her because she threatens that if uh, you know if they don't like her, then she'll sell her chunk of the uh, the diner that they all own, her percentage to Leon. And uh, he, she mentions to Dan, like, hey, do you remember last time when Leon was my boss, how I was? And he's yeah. like, oh, can't say I cared for that. <laughs> but uh, And then Darlene is off to college. She tells Roseanne she's not going to make it home because she might go to a Halloween party with another boy. Ooh. And uh, and then David Saucy. so David decides he's going to go to the, the Halloween party here with another girl. But then Darlene feels bad and cancels and decides she's going to come home. And she's going to catch nice little uh, button. There, yeah. Eh? So of course, with Roseanne, there, there's a bunch of pranks in there, which are a lot of fun. A great scene at the diner where they're setting up like the dummy, and uh, they're like, "God, he doesn't look dead enough." And she cuts a knife and just fucking like hacks him. <laughs> and there's like the the gross food, and Leanne's like, "Ew, what did you? Is that real vomit?" And she's like, "No, it's just loose meat." And he's like, "Ew, what did you do do to?" And she's like, "Surprisingly little." <laughs> um. Anyways, I, I enjoyed this one. Uh, seven pumpkins out of ten. It's not my favorite one, but again, I think they're all like. I mean, I'm yeah. gl- I'm glad. Whenever you you explain these episodes, it's not helping me. <laughs> uh, you just like all it. these people that I'm like, oh yeah, I remember these characters. Yeah. Have you watched any of them yet? No. What the fuck, Adam? I told you I'm gonna watch it Halloween week. I'm gonna watch them all. Okay. Like at least watch the first. I'm like, gonna. What, I'm gonna. Four or five. I'm gonna or? do them all. Okay. Yeah. You grew up watching Roseanne? No, I fucking hated Roseanne. Okay. Really? I, I did watch it, yeah. but I hated. Like even if you hate the show, Roseanne Dan is so Weird. good in the show. Like yeah, I love John Goodman and Darlene Dan's is awesome. good. And no, I never didn't like Darlene. Okay. I didn't like Roseanne. I didn't like the kid. I liked uh, Jackie. Yeah, she's great. Uh, and I liked Dan, but like 
even the people that would come on the show, all the uh, like Fred Willard. I, whenever know. Roseanne was on, it was like, when is the next Simpsons episode? <laughs> when does I don't Seinfeld know. I think start? Roseanne was funny. I don't know. So for me, that was like, and maybe I'm wrong, but as a kid, it was like. Roseanne and Home Improvement were the time wasters to get to the next show. See, I get Home Improvement, but Roseanne was actually like ahead of its time. Like that show had such an effect on TV. Like she was the first to tackle a lot of issues that no one else did. And Dan Connor was a sex symbol, and <laughs> Darlene the same. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you you need to watch them. Just you can skip like the last mm-hmm. two. I think the last two. I never watch and I'll never watch again because they don't really count. Yeah. The one where she has the baby it's is like not the, Halloween. Uh, Grateful and Dead. then the one with the the two, what's that absolutely fabulous women? I like that one actually. Oh, it's a terrible. That's the one where like they dress as Batman and Robin and they kind of fence No, no, no. That, that's a good one. That's the uh, one. Uh, that's actually after this one where, uh, uh, yeah, they think. Uh, anyway, I, I will yeah. watch yeah. this finally. I, I bet I've seen these as a kid, yeah. but I don't have. I'm curious. Yeah. Have any as long as you go in with an open mind, I'd be curious if you. Again, I, I look at both those shows, Home Permanent and Roseanne. Like, if you you're not a fan of that show. I think you you could still get something out of it because all the costumes and right. set pieces yeah. and, and pranks I, and everything. Are I think that's fun. why. Like I was just like we're talking started talking about like Darlene Flying, and uh, fucking the guy from Big Bang Theory and and I'm going oh god I'm gonna have to sit through <laughs> these fucking people. Uh, what else do you guys watch? Um, Slumber Party Massacre Two. <laughs> <laughs> the movie does uh, from the uh, the sequel really drops off from Slumber Party Massacre. I know, like the uh, masterpiece that is Slumber Party Massacre. Part two drops off quite a bit, but it has one of the most iconic villains of a, any oh, yeah. slasher movie. It is just this rockabilly dude with an electric guitar that, that is also amazing. a drill. Yeah, drill on the end. And of it. there is like movie. Doesn't scenes. he sing like he as sings, he's killing as and he's shit? killing people? He's singing this like really uh, <laughs> this number that goes like I'm gonna kill you, baby. I'm gonna rock and roll and kill you. Don't know if that's the actual song, but it goes. Even the, reveal of him, <laughs> even the reveal of him is pretty good because it's like, a, "Hey, yeah, baby, how you doing?" Exactly. It's just his lips. All right? you see is the lips. Did you watch that as well, Dan? This year, this month, or I have not this week. Okay, so you're yes. going to talk about next week. No, okay. no, no, yeah, but I, yeah. right. Cool. And again, the, the plot isn't there. It sucks. It's nothing's great about this movie other than the villain. But you're acting <laughs> like the first one had a good plot. Isn't the first one? There's women having a slumber party, and there's a a generic yeah. killer. That, outside? But again, at least there was like something going. On that actually, there was a humor that really um, grabbed my attention. Okay. This one didn't have any of that humor, didn't have any of the heart. It just felt like a bunch of like momos getting stabbed with an electric guitar. There was something about that first one. Well, it's still like schlocky and put together in a weird yeah. way, but there's something charming about the whole thing, right? Yeah, hmm. yeah. The, the second, second one, one loses it. I haven't seen the second one yet. By the I'm way, you're apology. List. From the uh, first movie, to when I said the uh, guy who's getting like a uh, blown in the garage, yeah, it is the guy from Police Academy too. There you go. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. So does he have to do a favor? I, I think so. To you, as- <laughs> I-, I believe. Thank so. you for not going with what you originally thought there. <laughs> no, I, I, that's what I meant by favor. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing me in the garage, or some shit like that. Well, dude, we've talked about goat sex. Anything, it's all game now at this point. <laughs> uh, but Kyle doesn't have a garage, so we're gonna have to break into somebody's house, get in their garage. And this Make will be on, don't mind yeah. us. This will be the TikTok. This will yeah. be your TikTok video. <laughs> so I watched Street Trash. Oh yeah, have you guys seen this? No. Yeah. So it, <laughs> it is this, this is a film you watch too. and you're like yeah. as you're watching you're like I need to take a stop and take a shower. You feel yeah, dirty. You do feel as that a human way being. You movie. feel dirty. There's a lot of rape going on. There's way too a much. A lot of rape hobos running a train train up on a girl, right? Yeah, it's a really weird movie. It's mm-hmm. 
It's a lot of fun if you're like cool with like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, if you're cool, yeah, I kind of back myself into that corner there. If it's, you're cool, there's a cool like a uh, plot that it's like the first half hour and the last twenty five. Well, yeah, isn't it like they find like old beer booze, or booze and they're or selling something? It to, like, Viper, the, uh, Viper. Yeah. Is and it, the it makes you like you're pretty much yourself to death. Yeah, like turn into Great a melt, scene, melting right? goo, yeah. which is oh, awesome. Yeah, like my, my if you're into people playing like keep away with like, a guy's dick, a, 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 a healthy John Thomas, weird, right? which who isn't? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's, that sounds like a good one. <laughs> it, it's it's right up your alley. Uh, so street trash. If you just want a fun, really, it's weird... not fun nah. though. Nah. <laughs> Everyone's despicable. Like right? yeah, every it's just you're pretty much following a bunch of horrible homeless dudes that rape women constantly yeah. throughout the movie. Sounds like a riot. <laughs> yeah. And like that's that's a problem. Like rape is the one thing in a film. Like I can almost handle anything that makes me feel totally uncomfortable. And then like mm. they do it and they're like joking around with it. And it just feels like I don't know. That's like the one thing. Like I don't know if you should it's, be. It's not funny. I'm no, sorry, it, but it, no, and it's also like you like three dudes raping a woman. Like it's homeless dudes capturing one, right? Like that's yeah. not. I don't get the joke in that. The, the using it as a plot uh, device, like it, it's becoming a crutch now. Yeah, it's a bit played out right now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's too bad because like the cover is great, and yeah, the effects when they happen are great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the thing for me. But, like it's uh, as much as it's terrible that rape kind of becomes a theme of movies, especially lately. Especially well, this like, movie. It's like horror movie. <laughs> like, yeah, like there's the movie that I was talking about that I spit on your grave yep. thing, where like the description at is at least that has a message that's... to it though. Like it's it you know maybe they go a little too much with the rape. I think it happens like three times in the movie. But like at least that has a point where this is like no. We're just gonna have homeless guys because what else would they do? Well, I guess yeah. they're gonna capture a woman and rape. It does her. play it out way mm-hmm. too I don't know. much. I do agree with that. Yeah, I don't know this this movie. I I have on Blu-ray. I was pretty excited for it, and I did not enjoy it. It's not a movie. You're never gonna watch to it again. That. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna go nine point five pumpkins. Wow, that's a lot. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, I'm going with uh, six pumpkins. Okay. Out of ten. Just because it was one of those movies where, yeah. like, you could t- it, it almost seemed like a movie that like, like a trauma. Yeah, it it almost seemed like one of those movies where one person that had money going into this movie was like, "I want to screw around with the facts." Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of really cool. Fun I think I said I wanted to screw around with and like almost like neon colored effects. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was like it looked more like, of like the, let's be theatrical yeah. in our effects. the effects are great, right? Yeah, there's which, some, there's something which cool is what I mean by fun, not yeah. the rapey part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're like they're playing keep away with the John Thomas, like yeah, that's, that's which fucked up, yeah. right? Yeah. And it wasn't a healthy John Thomas. It was no. off his body. It fell off, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> all right. Uh, I finished off the night with the movie Adam talked about last week. I'm trying to get through all these 29 movies so I don't have like 100 to watch at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Shutter exclusive, possibly? Or yeah. Is this uh, on Netflix? Oh, the, the, the Furries? The, the, the Furries from yeah. uh, 2019. Is that so, people who dress up in like yeah. a yeah. costume? Uh, we could bring up goat sex again, yeah. man. That just keeps on coming up again. Uh, so this is a, a group of troubled teens wake up in a most dangerous game-type survival game. Um, yeah, I don't know. You have some grisly practical effects in there and gore. There's a really gnarly scene where a woman is slowly having her face like sliced off. 
That was gruesome. Unfortunately, though, like all the characters kind of suck. They're all annoying, not really likable. You follow the one lead, and the whole point and motivation of her character is that her and her best friend are there, and she wants to get to her best friend. The problem is, like, the only relationship we see of them is at the beginning, where they're pretty much uh, insulting each other and getting a fight, and then you know you don't see her the whole time. And like, so why do we care? Like, why? Yeah. What is this relationship? That opening to care about? scene is rough. Yeah, and then but then and then the other time they meet. Like she doesn't trust her either, so it's like, why is she such a close friend that you were your whole goal was to risk your life to get to her? I just don't believe this or yeah. care about this relationship. So, I don't. I struggle with this film. I didn't. And the whole like the Beauty and the Beast thing, I thought it was kind of silly. And uh, yeah, I did not really dig this one at all. And I'm hearing like a lot of people really liking it. Um, I thought it was, and even the the look of the the killers was not anything like unique to me. I don't know. I didn't think they looked that cool. So, yeah, I'm gonna go five pumpkins out of ten. Oh, wow, you went me. down. No, I didn't change the score on this. No? One. No. Oh, maybe I was 5.5. I think 5. you were 5.5. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I liked it a little bit less than you, but... Um, it's not good. No. It's uh, Yeah, I'm so, like, I don't get... I don't know. I'm, maybe it's the hipster in me, which yeah. is, Halloween you know, hipster. the Halloween hipster coming out once again, but, like, all these movies that people are praising this year, I'm not digging, and I'm going to talk about one film that everyone hated and I really enjoyed this year, so... The Nun 2? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't Back know. Back like, in the habit? <laughs> I guess I'm just not feeling... Again, even this this month, like it's all the black and white films I'm digging. A lot of yeah, the modern I, ones have I, kind of been disappointments I, for the me. The classics or, or the black and white yeah. films have been the ones for me. Anyway, is that it for the 15th? Or no, I've got uh, In Darkness. Um, yep. This was another Netflix one. Ooh. Starring Natalie Dormer, who's, who's a yeah. good actress. Um yeah, th- this this sucked. <laughs> it's this blind woman, or yeah, she's blind, and then there's a murder upstairs, and then there's a bunch of M Night twists. Oh, and just keeps twisting, twisting, and twisting. Tell so the viewer is in darkness. This is the worst one so far. Three pumpkins. Ooh. Oh, we don't need to talk about. It. Do not see this movie. Don't worry about it. So I watched, uh, I, guess, I don't even know where the movie is from, A uh, 13 Ghosts. I guess it was like 1999 or 2000, 2001 maybe. Late 90s, early aughts. The monsters look great. There's some great practical kills. And I really like Tony Shalhoub. I, I love Tony charming, Shalhoub. Charming as anything, right? And who's that other guy from uh, Scooby Dooby? Does Wings have a Halloween episode? Because we should be watching that. I'm going to look into it. Matthew Lillard? The Matthew Lillard, yeah. He, he plays this. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, again, it was, it was a weird place from the 90s where the movies kind of look almost like they're blue constantly. Do you notice that, like a blue filter? No. Yeah, yeah. The, what was that Mel Gibson movie, Playback, that did that oh, on purpose yeah. and everyone started copying that? Was that true? Or yeah. You, oh, crazy. Crazy, crazy. So I'm going to give this one a 5.5. I wasn't bored, but it Not didn't really... Not Playback, Payback. payback. I, th- I also watched... I also watched Three House of Horrors. Oh. 21. How many? Go ahead. Three House of Horrors, 21. Just 21. Just 21. What are you giving it? How many uh, pumpkins? I don't care. <laughs> Go ahead. Negative <laughs> three. I just want to throw it out Negative there. three pumpkins because we have to hear about it. Each no, you, yeah, you got to give it a score. Or... Okay, well, I don't even know remember what 21 was. That might be the worst episode where it has like the uh, Avatar. Um, I forget what else. We uh, don't need to hear anything Twilight. about it. We just need yeah. your score yeah, just, so it counts. I'll say five pumpkins. And just please stop five watching. Five pumpkins. <laughs> the For worst. love of God, just stop watching. Um I watched Tales from the Dark Side, Monsters in My Room, which is one of the better ones. It's got nice. little Seth Green. There's, oh. there's monsters in his room. Uh, there's a, a like a, a horrible, abusive dad, which always brings up the score. It's going to be uh, six pumpkins. Nice. 
I like like even when you seem excited about it, it still seems like the high that show is hitting is a six. Like on a good, they're six, six point five. Yeah, and then they're worse. Last year in the season one, there was maybe three or four that went above seven. So are you going to continue doing this? Like Maddie's putting us through Treehouse of Horror. Every no, year? no, this gonna... is. I'm going to finish this disc, and I'm never watching them again. Yeah. I like maybe I'll watch the ones that are praised as the yeah. third. third... Like the Halloween one, you might want to throw on Once in a Blue Moon. The first Halloween, like Halloween one. Yeah. Yeah. But even the second, yeah, I don't know. The second one's okay. I didn't love the second one either, but I'm even like, ah, maybe I'll throw it on just because it's an actual Halloween episode. But yeah, I think I gave that one a six bump. Like, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Yeah. so um, based off your recommendations, I watched uh, the New Girls Halloween episodes. I kind of dig these episodes. Like, I might get into the New Girl and watch the like entire series. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, there's a rough patch in the middle where they don't know where to take the mm-hmm. show because they've kind of all they did the Sam and Diane yeah uh, arc. arc. Which they do really well. Yeah. And then they go... What What next? What next? And then they figure out what next is just to be wackier. And it gets better? Yeah, and it, it, it's amazing. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I might, I, might, I might do this. I really enjoyed the Halloween episode. Like, it was fun. She's working in a um, Halloween haunt, which is kind of cool. And they're all dressed up as like a... Uh, one guy is a Ninja Turtle. And he's kind of like that big weird dude from The Office, Nick. Um, I forget what else he is in. He plays the IT in the office. He was in like uh, Red Lights. I don't know. Her boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not uh, not um, uh, Zooey Deschanel's boyfriend, but the other girl, the hot one. Man, it's a lot of dead air right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'm going to give, uh, I watched Halloween and I watched Keaton. I'm going to give Keaton, I think, like a 7.5 pumpkins. Like, yeah, I really Keaton's, it. that's the wackier. You of the got two. it. Yeah, yeah it, it's insane, right? We talked about it last week before you watched it, right? I was going to say the weird thing is, is you were talking about Zoe Deschanel oh. and you were saying, no, 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 not her, the hot girl. Yeah, that's like a really. She's so yeah, fucking she's hot. She's cute. She's quirky. I get hot. the impression she'd be a bitch in real life, though. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just because I like Death Cab and yeah, maybe she, uh, broke up with. Him. No, that guy's definitely a douchebag. <laughs> um, I shouldn't say anything, dude. What are we talking about? <laughs> the way that we talk about Roseanne, and you're just like, I have no interest in those characters. That's how I feel when you guys talk about New Girl. <laughs> I, I saw Becky had on the background sometimes. I see a bit of it, and I'm like, I don't think I could handle have you watched any of it or no I, like, I don't think I can handle those characters watch I don't the know. Halloween episodes see what happens man yeah, yeah. I, think Again, like, I, I saw I pretty much have yeah. seen episodes because I'd be up there yeah. while she watched an episode or two I never I thought know. I'd like this show either it was it was not something I was interested in checking out the first uh, I watched like the first like five minutes and she just seemed way too like hey I'm quirky and cute yeah the, the first me. couple yeah. episodes she's a little adorkable yeah and it stuck that tag but it's actually not that show at all mm-hmm but then there's a guy that seemed like kind of dumb, and I don't know. Maybe one day I'll check him out. But they're pretty like layered characters. It's yeah. a pretty yeah. Are they? Is it on Netflix? New I Girl? think it is. No, yeah. they got they got rid of oh, it. They got rid of it. Okay. Um, I watched uh, another anthology. I watched uh, Nightmares from 1983. Oh, nice. oh awesome. Uh, that is a solid outing, right? So it's well, a- except for there's one that's not so great. That's the one with Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, so for me, I didn't. I really like the the first one is kind of like Terran Topanga is Terran really Topanga, which that's is like cool, a slasher. Yeah. There's this mm. guy that's escaped. This woman needs to go get her cigarettes, and then yeah. it, you it know starts with the woman from the the Sentinel, mm-hmm. the lead from the Sentinel. Uh, I, I I really really dug this one a lot. It has that urban legend feel to it too, like yeah. where it could be an or urban legend story. Yeah, it's a story you tell around a campfire. Yeah, exactly. And then the next one, the battle, uh, the the Bishop of Battle. This is worth the price of the admission. With Emilio Estevez, which 
would be in my top ten. I okay, think. Okay, well, or, I thought I was worried you weren't gonna like it because this is very like kind of silly. Oh, I I think it's, it's amazing. Great. It's this guy's playing video games. It, He's it, hustling video games. Yes, maybe. hustling, going downtown. Uh, yeah, super great. He's like addicted. Like it's almost like a, a message for crack. Yeah, a metaphor, I guess, of, of drugs because he's so addicted. He's he's literally like breaking into the arcade mm-hmm. in the middle of the night to get his fix. <laughs> and then it goes downhill for me. Yeah, the benediction, yeah. which is a car chase thing. That's kind of stunning. With, with yeah. Lan- Lance, Lance has like lost his his faith. Or yeah, something. yeah, priest or something. Uh, it it seems pretty. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm not, not into good, it. Yeah. And Night of the Rat, I might even like. Just as much I, I as that one. Liked, uh, it was fun. I didn't love it, but I liked it. I, I know I'm a sucker for nature gun amok, so mm-hmm. killer rats and they're eating the walls. And, I just I, I didn't like the characters and how they were drawn at all. So this one started off. I was like, holy fuck, why isn't this their yeah. one of their top anthologies? Well, I think that Mila Estrada's made my top ten, I believe. I think yeah. it was in Maddie's like top twenty five. Yeah, it was up there. Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, top ten. For and me. I think the first one made my top fifty as well. I don't think it made yours. No, it but did not. The other two did not. The, the rat one was just shy of making my list, but mm-hmm. uh, six point five pumpkins. Okay, nice. yeah, that's fair. I mean, that, that's that is a thing about an yeah. anthology. A lot of time, I mean, yeah, you watch those amicus, and almost everyone's good. But for the most part, they are a mixed bag. You're yeah. getting like you know some you're going to really dig, some not so much, but. Uh, I watched um, another episode of the Creep Show series. Have any of you guys checked this one out yet? I watched Creep it this show? week, actually. No, I haven't watched it yet. Um, so the, this is uh, episode two: uh, the Bad Wolf Down and the Bad Wolf Down and the Finger. So Bad Wolf Down is pretty much werewolves in World War Two. So what you can expect: werewolves, werewolves Nazis. versus Nazis. Um, this is this one was kind of fun in the sense mm. that I, I feel like we've seen this now. But uh, at least it, it, it was the first one of the, the series to actually imitate that, you know, the colors comic. and the kind of the comic book like effects of the film. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of nice to see that. Overall, it was just okay though. And then the other, the second story is uh, called The Finger. It's about a man who finds a strange finger that slowly over time grows into like an actual carnivorous creature that murders anyone that wrongs him. Uh, and the, car- the lead is constantly breaking the fourth wall. And it was silly, and it was it was okay. Um, they were both fine. I'm going to give it six and a half pumpkins out of ten. It's weird because nice. everyone seemed to hate the first episode and liked all the rest. And I'm kind of like none of the stories have reached the high of the uh, the, the house? house of the yeah. head or whatever. I agree with that. Which, the house? That that was yeah. uh, that, that was, was like great. a unique. And di- and the way that like, it was put together, story yeah, too, right? just the way it was edited, like mm-hmm. it actually worked and kind of was scary. Whereas mm-hmm. the rest of these are fine, but I feel like, you know, I, I feel like I've seen these stories before, and it's just yeah. like, you know, it's they're fine, but nothing has stood out to me outside of that mm-hmm. one so far. But yeah, I'm enjoying the show. It's you- better than Tales from the Dark Side, I guess. <laughs> well, I got a Tales from the Dark Side. Comet Watch, Comet Watch, Five Pumpkins. I'm nice. not. I'm not getting into the, the, when it when they're below six. I'm not yeah. even going to talk about them. It was about the dog from Full House, right? Yeah. All right. So I watched uh, another Modern Family uh, from season eight, episode five, The Revenge of Rod Skyhook. I really enjoyed this episode. Uh, the, their kid's throwing a party, and I guess no one's coming to his party because it's lame. So his dad has to pretend to be the young, cool kid who's a new in school. He's like, yeah, I'm Rod Skyhook. So he's kind of like always like hitting on young girls. Like, who dancing like a robot? And he's trying to get kids to play like video games and that. Uh, Ton of fun. Cool. I'm going to give it a 7.5 pumpkins. I also watched another Goldbergs um, from uh, season five, episode five. Uh, Jackie like Star Trek. He finds out that his uh, girlfriend is a Trekkie and he's a Star Wars nerd, and uh, trouble trouble abounds. It's Halloween-esque, it Halloween? oh, okay. but uh, it's not as uh, much as I'd like it to be. Is there at least any costume? Oh yeah, yeah, because okay. that's they dress up as uh, the okay, uh, for Halloween. So I'm going to give that one a uh, six six uh, pumpkins. Cool. Dan, what'd you watch on the 16th? 
I watch Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason you watch yeah, this. Yeah, just take a pause. <laughs> Sorority Babes in the Slime Ball Bowlerama. The only reason you're watching this is because of that title, right? Yeah, and you know what? I'm learning that there's a ton of horror movies that have a lot of titles that you would think you're going to see boobies or nudity in. Yeah. Not this one doesn't have it. Linia Quigley's yeah. in this who pretty much gets nude in every yeah. single movie she's in. You can't keep her top on, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, this movie's really good. Uh, I'm not going to go into mm-hmm. extensive talk about it, but one, there's a... So basically the whole idea, these people are breaking into a bowl of ram to steal a trophy, but the trophy that they stole had an imp inside it, and it is just one of the most terrible stereotypical it, I like the puppet in this like, and he's like talking like Kyle doing the Martin it's great it reminds me of like those old puppets you used to be able to buy that mm. I can't remember the name the of goblins you, yeah the yeah. goblins that yeah. you stick your hand up uh, there's no score in this movie which you realize something's really weird while watching it that's a creepy mm-hmm. factor and then you realize that the score is not there which kind of adds to the fact that it's really creepy. Cause it's Is it just creepy or not really? <laughs> because you're hearing footsteps. Yeah. You're not hearing the bomb, bomb, bomb. You're hearing the echo. Blah, 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 yeah. Going into it. So it's just kinda, <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> so I'm going to go 6.5 pumpkins out of 10. I haven't seen that film, but I've wanted to. But it's done mm-hmm. by uh, David Dakota, and the guy's like 150 plus directing credits to his name like yeah it's crazy he right? did a movie called nightmare sisters which i 134 own. Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah you're really fucked up now oh i, I got 157 well, on imdb oh. call him out oh man. maybe that that's television episodes yeah, so. yeah. but uh, i have nightmare sisters on my to watch list this month i don't know if mm-hmm. i'll get to it and apparently that is just like lena quigley and her friends are possessed by demons just some nude the whole movie in a haunted uh-huh. house killing people but all right, all right, i'm really right. glad that there wasn't nudity that kind of when i see yeah of course of course you are yeah the Ooh, TV. I, I refuse to he also did beach babe from beyond and i think they're <laughs> amazing aliens. he did like all the like the full moon and trauma yeah it definitely was like a full moon if it feature. was beach babes and beyond sharing the good word of christ i'd be all, <laughs> over, be it. all over it beach uh, babes in the bible <laughs> from beyond uh, i finished up with uh possibly my favorite horror film of 2019 <sighs> i'm gonna get shit on for this one because i seem to be literally the only person on on planet earth that has the, enjoyed this the passion of the christ it too N- nope uh escape room from 2019 i didn't mind this so yeah, like, I, I don't understand. Maybe this is, like, kind of like the mm-hmm. Annabelle and the, the Nun. I don't understand why people are hating it. Maybe because it's not gory enough. Like, people expected Saw. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just a unique group of characters end up trapped in an escape room where survival is their reward. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought, like, the characters were unique enough. I thought the puzzles were a there lot of fun. There was a nice growth of characters, too. And, like, you kind of go into all their backstories. Yeah, you see the, all, the their, all their their stories somehow relate. Mm. And the room relates to each mm. one's stories without giving too much and away. every room is kind of cool. Yeah, right? like, I, I don't, I don't understand in, like, the hate. like, the Arctic, where, like, they're in, like, a, a almost like a frozen lake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, yeah. It's kind of like, cool. It's, it's inside a room, but it mm-hmm. actually feels like you're outside with a yeah a cabin and everything. And there's a room where it's like completely turned upside down, and the mm-hmm. floor is giving out. Mm-hmm. There's a room too where if you in, in, in all the rooms, if you make the mistake, like you think, oh, I got it, I'm going to turn this, and then like you know, all of a sudden the room gets mm-hmm. smaller and it starts heating up, Things or the are, floor you turn into an oven or shit like I, that. I don't know. I dug it. I don't understand. Yeah, why it's getting so much uh, hate? Like again, unless it's just because people wanted more of a horror. I was expecting more of a twist at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like. I was, I was expecting like an April Fool's Day S twist, like gotcha. We're I was all... thinking that too, but I, yeah. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna 
shit on a film because it didn't end on a and shock. It did end like, you like this? Wait till you see the sequel. They said if, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think it kind of finished mm-hmm. that storyline in mm-hmm. a sense. I don't know, like if you enjoy like The Collector, yeah. uh, those type of movies, The Collection, or, is it Collector? Yeah, The Collector, collector like, and The Collection. Saw 2, you know, my favorite Saw film was probably part two, yeah. and this kind where of it's like them trying to figure it. out the puzzles and get out of this house. It's the same thing, minus like the, I you're just missing the, the really don't like how they opened with the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I didn't, that I didn't really like that either. I think that's just a millennial yeah. ADD thing where like even in trailers you see like, Oh, we can't. I was watching this in a podcast, and they're saying the yeah. guy that makes trailers, like, just to do a two minute trailer, they have to have a big shock at the beginning, a yeah. 10 second tease at the beginning to get people to be interested to even watch that two minute trailer. So I feel like you have to have that in every movie. It's like kids will not stay watching movie unless you have, like, w- look at this big thing. This is what it's going to lead into. Yeah. You can't just start a film out slow, which is unfortunate. I agree. Like, it kind of spoiled a Took bit out, knowing yeah. that that character was going to make it that far. But yeah, I don't know. I dug it. Uh, again, I'm not saying it's amazing, but I just haven't seen, like, I haven't seen yeah. a lot of the big ones this year. The scary stories, I haven't seen Midsummer. Yeah. Um, it too. What's the other big ones? I haven't seen a lot of big ones, so I haven't seen much. But I'm going to give this seven and a half pumpkins out of 10. It's probably, like I said, my yeah. favorite horror film of 2019, but I haven't seen, you know, comparing it to all the Netflix yeah. and Shutter exclusive shit. Uh, I don't know. I had fun with it, and I always enjoy that. I like watching a movie where like you can try to solve the mystery with them. You're yeah. like looking around the room for clues and everything. So yeah, what else did you guys watch? Anything else? I watched a movie that was um, pretty much a uh, an experiment in um, hypersexuality against the uh, sprawl of urban decay. I watched the uh, New York City Ripper. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this movie punishes everybody in the movie. Everybody well, watching much the, women. the movie. No, the like even the viewer is punished. Like I left this movie feeling really bad and like down and depressed. Have you seen this? Oh yeah, yeah. you know the ending. I f- I forget it, but I I forget it. I just oh. I remember the the killer quacks like Donald. Yeah, Duck yeah, he's shit. constantly going quack, 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 and then like yeah. And I remember there's a, a famous scene with a tit getting cut off oh, or something. Yeah, he's uh does not. And then like... there's a scene also in the restaurant where the woman gets like a foot job. Well, it's, it's kind, kind of, of almost like they're like slowly start to um groper or raper with their feet and then like she starts to enjoy it and then they like call her a whore for enjoying it it's, like, it's fuchi's most misogynistic oh, it like, is. They, he i does think he not filmed like this women while this. he was going through a break uh, breakup with his wife like and you can tell that he is angry at women oh yeah <laughs> it is a hard one to watch but that being said i kind of enjoyed myself in a weird way like what what is going on you're watching this with your brain exploding constantly and the ending my god the ending really like um rips your heart out like i i, I don't want to get into it anymore but the killer is killing girls while talking like donald duck yeah it's, it's fucked up it's man. a weird one it's definitely uh i'm giving a 7.5 pumpkins man yeah, cool is that it for the 17th or i watched also the uh, 70 show halloween 16th I thought the Halloween was kind of fun for the 70s show from uh, season two, episode five. Uh, they break into a school and they're uh, going through uh, all their old records. But before they do that, they go see a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. which is kind of a nice joke where they're all like thinking. The first like through. five minutes of that one is yeah. fine. Like the episode's fine, but it, I just wanted more Halloween. Like I think other than the first five minutes, I like how uh, you have Fez in his Halloween costume, but no one else is. So it's not mm-hmm. very Halloween. It's them pretty much in an old school going through the records. And, like, and then all you the, still have yeah. Fez. Yeah, <laughs> but he was actually kind of funny in this because, like, wait, wait, wait—they give you candy. I like that seventy candy? show. I, I don't know if I could sit yeah. there and watch ten episodes in mm-hmm. a row, but I enjoyed it then. I only saw the first couple seasons, which I heard it got worse. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to give this one a, a five point five pumpkins. You're not going to jump in with your thoughts because I know you love that no, show. No, that show—that show I had 
re- did a full rewatch. Ooh, wow, that'd be hard. It took a, it took a year to get through it. So it's why what, you, you watched it and then did it again? No, no, I I'd never seen the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'd maybe seen bits and pieces. Two seasons, three seasons. I pretty I, much I, made it. I don't think I'd ever. Wa- I never really liked it. Mm-hmm. And then we were rewatching it, and I was like, ah, this is kind of passable. T- uh, my wife Tammy liked it, but it, by by the end, both of us were like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. It, it happened to the show. But that's like the later seasons of all those. It's where fast. Like are like it's like halfway through where like Topher Grace has checked the fuck. Out. Oh yeah, because he was the only kind of good part of that, that show, right? Like, it, I like don't know, I liked it, and I guess the parents I like too. The yeah, but I imagine show. that stick might get old quick. Hyde is. I was over like episode two. Oh, I yeah. used to think that guy was so cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't they bring in like Tommy Chong as well? Tommy Chong is great on yeah. it. Actually, he might be my favorite part of the whole mm-hmm. series. Is Tommy Chong. I always just remember like the first episode I might have seen or one of the first episodes when they find the keg. Yeah. It's like the whole, because it's before they're off drinking age and the guy's like, hey man, I saw the keg first. I just didn't say anything. And Hyde's like, you saw the keg and you didn't say anything? Back of the line. Because <laughs> they're arguing who gets to drink it first. I don't know. I, I always thought the show was funny mm-hmm. for what it was. I, I did try to go back and rewatch it. I never, mm-hmm. like I never really watched yeah. it. Like I've watched maybe like four episodes and Court really wanted to go through and watch it and I think we got through maybe one and a half seasons, and it just lacks that little thing I like, entertainment. It's the I, worst I thing I've watched on television Wow, of maybe in maybe the last 10 years that I've watched consistently. Like, I've probably seen an episode here or there, yeah. and it's like, oh, that show's bad. I'm not going to stop watching this. <laughs> but I've watched a bunch of shit that turns bad, mm-hmm. and it... It never kind of reaches the nadar uh, of this show. It's fucking bad, man. Okay, well, let's move on from this. You wanted my opinion. I was going to no, shut the fuck up. No, I know. I, know. Um, I, think, I think it needs to, be, needs to be heard. That was the highlight of what the last yeah. recording they got lost. Guys, was... come on. We're hanging out. <laughs> yeah, and then they get rid of the Big Star version. They get that other yeah. the fucking cheap trick yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen you so angry. Uh, anyone else watching? That's the worst team? part of the whole thing. It's like, come on, you're gonna disrespect Big Star. Didn't they get enough disrespect when oh, their careers like... were ruined in the seventies? Is that for the sixteenth? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 okay, so Kyle, what did you watch on the television? What seventy show did you watch? Did you, did, did you watch Too Old to Trick or Treat or Too Young to Die or no? Uh, not this year. Okay, because I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, no one cares. Uh, so, <laughs> so I uh, started the day off with Spookies. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. You were talking from nineteen eighty six. So this is a strange movie. It opens up uh, with a child getting buried alive on his birthday. <laughs> you find out that he he talks how his parents forgot his birthday and he's all down, so he runs away. And uh, that's the opening of this film. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's got a lot of balls bit, to start the film off that dark. way. And then we have uh, we follow a group of teenagers. Although one of the couples are like a 40 year old couple, they're not teenagers. <laughs> I don't know why they're hanging out, but anyways, they all end up trapped in this house. Um, you have a strange mortician who is playing a game of chess with their lice on the line, and he's constantly like, doing moves. And then you get a cool monster. There's a side plot with, uh, he's like this dead mortician and he's resurrecting the love of his life, even though she doesn't uh, re- reciprocate the, the feelings back. Uh, this story is a mess. I'm not surprised to <laughs> learn that uh, there were several directors and reshoots involved. That being said, it is a whole lot of fun because every time that mortician makes the move on his chessboard, we get a cool monster. 
Um, we get a werecat with a hook for a hand. Oh, and all of it looks great. Like it must have been made by practical effects guys. Mm-hmm. You get muck men with farting effects. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I I was like, did someone fuck with me? And they added this on YouTube because the only way you can watch is it didn't, it, other than a VHS, it hasn't made it to DVD or Blu ray. But I think I don't. I think if they were going to fuck with the movie, they would have fucked up the whole movie. Yeah. So I think that's just a part of the movie. But it's just these creatures, <laughs> and there's like farting <laughs> <laughs> the whole time as they're talking. They're so weird. Uh, there's a small gremlin-like creature that looks like something out of a Harryhausen film. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, giant spiders. Is there an arachnid woman? There's this creature with octopus-like creature with electrical tentacles that electrocutes people. Oh, that's amazing! Uh, a skeletal witch. There's a grim reaper statue that comes alive. This is just monster mania. Yeah, a vampiric boy in a monk's habit and a large group of zombies. This film, if you just want to see cool monsters every 10 minutes, that's what it gives you. Everything else, yeah, it's not great. But I, I had fun with it. Again, I think this could be another good party flick. Awesome. But again, you got to wait till hopefully, I'm hoping this seems like something Vinegar Syndrome yeah. release where it's like not a good film, but it, it's a fun movie to watch with friends. Did you notice that they're um, doing Shocktober as well? Sorry? Yes, they stole our word, Shocktober, and they're uh, doing it for Vinegar Syndrome? I think everyone is. Yeah, super, yeah, I think I Screen Factory is doing Shock. I think, <laughs> I remember we came up with Shocktober and we thought it was all unique, and then yeah. we looked around and like everyone. Yeah, but uh, people do uh, Hooptober or- Cocktober? Or what's that director? Cooper? Uh, yeah. There's like a, on Letterboxd, there's oh, tons of people doing that, and there's another one. I've seen- Yeah, no there's either. definitely a couple of names, but Shocktober, yeah. I think, is the most yeah, popular common. one, so we are not uh, hipsters in that one, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm going to give this one seven pumpkins out of oh, ten. Wow. Uh, again, 17 like, pumpkins out of ten. Crazy. I'm, uh, I'm a guy that give me some cool creatures and monsters, and that's all You're I happy? need. You know, I'm a monster kid at heart, mm-hmm. so uh, this film delivered. Awesome. And again, it wasn't just like your standard monsters. They were all like a werecat with a hook. Like, how the fuck? Like, you could see them just doing a lot of drugs and be like, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this? And then just doing it. I'd, great. Give it a hook. <laughs> yeah. Octopus. Fucking electric tentacles. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, what would you guys watch on the 17th? I watched Island of Lost Souls. The uh, documentary? No. This is the 1932. This is the original. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, this is about an obsessed scientist, Dr. Moreau, nice. that yeah, the original is doing experiments on evolution. And he's awesome. built this whole island with all these kind of half human, half animal creatures. Do you ever call them animals? Uh I don't think they do on this. Mm. Uh I really really like this a lot. Mm. Um there's a little bit of a drip lead again which I uh, I find a bunch of these 1930s have the lead is the least interesting yeah. character, but Charles Lawton plays Dr. Moreau and he's fucking awesome in it. He's he's just usually, chewing the scenery kind of deal. Yeah, he's just nice. eating hamming it up all the time in the in the best possible ways. Um the middle drags a little bit because you get the lead kind of takes over and you don't see Dr. Moreau as much. But I'm going to give this seven pumpkins out of ten. It's nice. it's still really solid. The ending cool. is fucking awesome. Yeah, I remember we after watching the, that awesome documentary, mm-hmm. uh, Lost Souls, about the the 90s film that never got made. Uh, I, I wanted to do an episode on all the Dr. Yeah. Moreau adaptations. Like, I, I have this on the Criterion Blue and I haven't watched it yet. But uh, It's... It's not the greatest. I, it's the worst transfer I've ever seen from Criterion, to hmm. be honest. Oh yeah. I wonder if that's all they could find the the film print. I, I imagine it, it for whatever reason it's pretty weak. The elements, yeah, might have been lost. But it's supposed to be the whole movie. There's nothing lost in terms of that. So on the uh, Thursday, I was supposed to have a bunch of friends over, but it turns <laughs> out I uh, have none. Well, actually, at yeah, Jimmy oh. and Ali, like I, I had all you. Th- 
you three guys are supposed to come over and watch some movies. Okay, well, some, before uh, yeah. before you get in that thing, can yeah. I can I say my side of the story? Oh, yeah, of course. These guys, I mean, they just don't like you. Yeah. Well, but uh, so I, I was planning on coming over. I was even like, because you were mentioning the movie and you were going to do Howling 3, and I'm like, ooh, that's... Yeah. So you might not want to do that for a party movie, because I remember that being a slog. So you actually changed the movies yeah. uh, to something that would interest me. But uh, So I had some time to waste before I was going to leave to your movie night and I watched some Scooby-Doo <laughs> with my son and it, it kind of put me to sleep at like 8 o'clock. It was that good, eh? But it, the good news is, and you guys will be happy, I did finish the series so there will be no more 13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo or will there? Um, <laughs> so the ghouliest show on earth, this is uh, Scooby visits his uh, parents in Duville. And uh, Flim Flam is hypnotized by a ringmaster at a haunted circus. Five and a half pumpkins out of ten. And then the last episode, Horoscope Scoob, uh, while recording an episode of Boris Creepoff's horror show, The Chest of Demons is Stolen. Of course, this is probably most famous because they only catch the 12th ghost and the show ends. Oh, on a cliffhanger. With the 13th ghost still out there. <laughs> and fans oh, no. just longed for years for the conclusion. <laughs> Five and a half pumpkins out of 10. This show was uh, not my favorite. This was that era of Scooby Doo, the 80s, when yeah. like they're trying to bring it back and like with Scrappy Doo, and like it's considered the worst, the dark of- times of the Scooby Doo. <laughs> But anyway, so and the, watching and the, the other Scooby Doo has Matthew Lillard in it, so you know it's really. Yeah. The I dark like times. the new ones. I, I think the new ones are quite good. Uh, sorry, not the movies, but I, I'm talking about the movies. The, li- yeah, the live action movies are okay. Do you know what's funny? They're written by James Gunn. Oh, get out of here, James Gunn. Yeah, like, it's kind of weird. Like that was he did both of them. So I think they're okay. They're just not that memorable. I I heckled the one at McMaster Faculty Hollow when I was first going to school. <laughs> I heckled that, and I heckled the first Spider Man. I hated both of those movies. Oh, the first Spider-Man's oh, good. I like Spider-Man. Uh, well, there's some bad ones, but it's good. I, I've been wanting to rewatch because there's a, a Raimi in the next oh, yeah. episode that I'll be talking about. Oh, shit. But anyway, so I'm watching these episodes. I'm falling asleep, and I message Maddie and say, like, I can come, but it's probably not going to be worth it because even when we did the movie night at my place, I was falling asleep during yeah. the first movie. So yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go there, have to walk home at midnight at, in the freezing cold. To fall asleep in a half an hour. So, but there's a little conclusion, but you talk about your movies. Uh, we watched a Maniac Cop. Uh, I guess it was uh, not directed by uh, Larry Cohen, but he was the uh, produced by Larry Cohen, which is kind of cool. It's directed by, uh, you go, I'll yeah, look it up. Sandra anyway, Bing. This one has not our, our a, bo- a person I just made up. <laughs> Bing. No, sorry, it's directed by a Bill Lustig, who is the owner of Blue Underground, uh, oh, Blue Underground, uh, and he also uh, directed uh, Maniac. Maniac Cop 2? Oh. No, just Maniac, oh. and I think Maniac Cop 2 and 3. Cool. But Maniac with, um, uh, what's uh, the dude's name? Whatever. Uh, anyways, so uh, this one stars uh, Bruce Campbell and our boy Tom Atkins, which is kind of fun. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I haven't seen this movie before. I kind of fell in love with it. It's so weird. I watched all three Still have no idea why Matthew, uh, oh, I forget the guy's name, Cord- Cordell, came back to life. Does not explain why he's hmm. a maniac cop. He's just like, gets sentenced, wrongly accused, goes to prison, gets beaten and almost murdered, comes back from the near dead to just take out innocent people. I'm okay with it. Let's see how he goes. I've owned these two films, yeah. and I heard the sequels are like even more fun. I haven't gotten around to watch them. They are a ton them. of fun. I forget the guy's name, but Robert Dazar is the uh, play- guy who yeah, plays Yeah, they got a big cop from like Samurai he Cop and shit, too. He is like imposing as a motherfucker. He's got that big jawline, and he yeah. knows how to walk like a, a beast, man. Like He's got a unique look to him, that's for he sure. He really does. I enjoyed this movie, man. I'm giving it 7.5 pumpkins. It is a party movie. Wow. You guys will dig it. Um, 
I'm sorry, and the guy is Joe Spinello. I was thinking of from Maniac. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Elijah Wood from the new one. No. And uh, what, what else did you finish off the night with? Um, I actually watched an old classic that I love. Fell in love with it all over again. A splatter movie from a 1992, Dead Alive. A.K.A. Oh, Brain yeah. Dead. Brain Dead. This movie starts off amazing. A guy's in the uh, deserts of, I guess, Zimbabwe, some shit like that, carrying this, like, a... Uh, um, what was it, a Z- monkey or something? A Zamarian monkey or Tamarian monkey. Mm-hmm. And it's like almost like a stop motion puppet. It starts like this, does not let up till the final where his mom is trying to gestate him back into her womb. Huh. It is insane. So I always remember struggling a bit with the, the humor and like, and it's almost like in a very ugly, bright looking it film is the first chunk. Like, it's very low budget. And but it doesn't, it, it is. It, what I found... Um, because I hadn't seen it until maybe two Shocktobers ago oh, okay. or, or three. So, so it's, it's a recent watch, eh? It's a re- fairly recent watch. And I remember being like, at first I kind of had the same reaction. It was like, this is kind of weird. And then I realized, oh, this is all part of the kind of like weird New Zealand, New Zealand humor. humor. You got yeah, it. And I started getting... Like it. Yeah, and I started really getting into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I need to revisit it. I think like... The, f- the last, like, 30, 40 minutes is so fucking good. It is. That it I always is just, like, want to fast forward and get yeah. to that. But I, I think, you know. You got to build the plot. Even yeah. at that point, like, there is this monkey that, like, bites his mom and she kind of goes crazy. And, like, she's, like, having dinner with a pus oh, kind of the, the dinner scene. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, that's it's awesome. Yeah, I, I think I, I've been, I would thought about doing a rewatch because mm-hmm. I enjoyed it so much the first time. And I thought that was one. We were talking about rewatches earlier, but yeah. sometimes things are better on the rewatch because you're into their world. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And again, it is so like I guess foreign is the right word. Like it does, nothing looks like it. No, it's got that big fisheye lens too. It's a bit wonky in weird ways. But again, I had time with fun. So we were kind of drunk by this point. So I'm going to give it eight point five pumpkins. Eighty five point pumpkins. Eighty five point pumpkins. <laughs> so the conclusion to the night for me is I did wake up at ten o'clock <laughs> at night and had a boost of energy. And not only did I watch like it usually you know i'll get through two movies but those last bit i'm, I'm rewinding mm-hmm. a lot because i keep on falling asleep i was like wide awake through both of these and almost, i could have even did a third but i'm like i gotta get up in a couple hours i should go to bed so i thought i had figured out the secret to shocktober is to have Napping. like a, a two-hour nap and then wake up at 10 but unfortunately that has not worked out for me this week <laughs> but um no i uh, i watched uh, eyes of laura mars from 1978 have you guys heard of this no Nope. Written by John Carpenter. This is his oh, first shit. studio work right before Halloween. Although I've heard like he's not happy because they changed like his was called Eyes and they changed like the his script quite a bit. Like I think they actually changed who the even even the killer actually is uh, in, in the movie. Uh, directed by Irvin Kershner, most famous German. probably for directing The Empire Strikes Back. Um, it starts Faye Dunaway. She's a fashion photographer whose work is very controversial. She does like a, a photo shoot with like a you know a woman dead after a car crash and cars are on fire in the background or like you know there's kind of a slasher type scene. And, and you know this is seventies, so people are a little more uptight. But anyways, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but never really explained. But she just starts seeing the eyes of the killer. She's seeing what this killer is and someone's going around killing all people related to her in the fashion shoot Mm. and she's seeing through their eyes of what's happening. So she has to, she's trying to investigate the murders. Tommy Lee Jones is in there as a cop helping her investigate. Is he a hard ass or no? No, he's got like the Uh, long hair. He's kind of like the suave, all the, uh, the, this is young Tommy Lee. Yeah, Yeah, not like the, I think the, uh, God damn it, already. Yeah. (laughs) Tommy Lee. 
All the fashion models are kind of taken by yeah. the young Tommy Lee. You got Brad Dourif is in there as oh, her nice. driver. Yeah, uh, awesome. Raul Julia is in there as her ex-husband. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I really, really dug this film. It seems like it's kind of mixed uh, online. Some people dig it, some people don't. I guess some people don't like that. Some things there's some plot holes. Some things are left unexplained. Yeah. but I don't know. That stuff like that usually doesn't bother me. I'm gonna give it seven and a half pumpkins out of ten. Mm-hmm. I uh, no, I man, dug it. And then I finished off the night with Lake Mungo from 2008. Awesome. One of the few films that actually scared me as an adult. Mm. Uh, this is a faux documentary that tells the story of a young teen girl who drowns and then begins to haunt her family. It all feels. I think this is really works because it all feels very real. Most of these documentaries or mockumentaries or found footage films, usually like because they're low budget, the acting sucks, and you know they have news footage, and you can it totally feels fake. And this is the opposite. Like everything feels genuine, authentic. The interviews are all like well done and feel real. So I think that adds a lot to it. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but I'll say like there's all these twists and turns throughout. Like you think it's going one way, and then it's like no, we're actually going to go this mm-hmm. way with it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It uh, it creeped me out. Um, I do feel like it lost a little bit of something on, on the second, second view viewing? when you know everything that's going on. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm going to still give it seven and a half pumpkins out of 10. Cool. Uh, so it, it lost a, you know, half a pumpkin or so. But I still think if you haven't seen it, like everyone needs to watch it. I feel it's very underrated. Like it came out as part of the After Dark Movie Fest. Yeah, weird. It's kind of weird because the DVD too, like it doesn't fit the style of the film. Yeah. But yeah, it's one I don't feel a lot of people are talking about. And I, yeah, I think it's one, like I said, one of the few that that frightened me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you guys watch anything else on the 17th or? Danny hasn't talked in a while. The Thursday is my last movie that I watched this oh, week. Shit. Oh shit! What you watch? You uh, fell apart a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I worked way too much over the Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well, that's good, man. Keep so, that up. You, yeah. you should keep on working a lot. Get that money. Honestly. You know what I mean? Get that so OT. So I watched Creep Show two uh, from nineteen eighty. Awesome. Whoa. So, but you've not you haven't seen Creep Show one, right? No, I haven't. Ooh, yet. that's a weird. Uh, you you. <laughs> so you watch the Friday Thirteenth <laughs> documentary. You haven't seen the Friday Thirteenth. <laughs> now you watch Creep Show. You are a strange, strange man. You're a unique. Creep <laughs> <laughs> I take it where I can get it. So I'm like, if that's there, I'll do it. You watch it on Shutter? I watched it on Shutter, yeah. Yeah. So uh there it's uh an anthology, which I've been watching a lot of this month. Cool. Uh, nice. I'm really getting into it and enjoying. So it starts off with a uh, cigar Indian basically dude's yeah. got a cigar Indian outside of his shop. A bunch of jerks come in and rough yeah. up the joint. Like it's kind of like everyone gets their comeuppance. Uh, which is awesome. Oil Slick, which actually happened to be my the favorite raft. one. The Raft was, is yeah. amazing. Oh, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Which was just, it was so good. Right. Like, I just, I kind of loved it from the beginning to mm-hmm. how it was set, the mm-hmm. where they shot it, just everything about it. Because mm-hmm. I think, for me anyways, I'm like, I've been there. Yeah. I've seen You've that. You've been the guy on the, the Raft uh, trying to touch a girl yeah. when she's passed out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it follows up with a hit and run. Your typical, you've seen yeah. this. Hey, lady, you got a ride? Yeah. Uh, overall, I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. What do you think of the wraparound? Did you like the wraparound? Uh, With the cartoon? I, I didn't write. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. Because it was that weird, yeah, with the kid. You yeah, got it. Yeah. I enjoyed I that. I really, one. really enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I really like those old timey like yeah, me too. That, spooky that cartoons. Cartoon. Okay. I expect to learn something yeah. and give me more morals <laughs> by the end of it. 
Awesome. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, speaking of uh, Adam's favorite TV show, I watched uh, uh, from uh, season three, episode four, Too Old to Trick or Treat and Too Young to Die from the 70s This is show. one of the few episodes that I really like. It was really good. It took, uh, I guess, like four or five different uh, Hitchcock movies and played it out in different tropes, which is kind of cool. And that did so I should, well. I should hate this even more yeah. so that you know they, they did a good job, I thought. They did a really good job, yeah. right? I'm, I was going to give it like a seven, 7.5 pumpkins. Yeah, so. I, I, I could I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched, uh, after uh, Island of Lost Souls, I watched the sequel to Happy Death Day, Happy Death Day to You. <laughs> what would you think? Uh, so This was in 2019 as well, right? Is yeah. Is that this year? This is this year. Oh, I guess I'll have to watch it. I didn't really dig yeah. the first film, though. But. Um, see, I dug the first film. It would have been like, I didn't participate, I don't think, that year in your top 10 horror Yeah. It would have been in the back half. Like I think it might have been the back half of mine, like it, nine or ten. Yeah, it would like have been somewhere around there. Like I, I liked it. I, I saw their flaws. I really liked the lead. Yeah, she's great in this one. The kind of explanation to why this is all happening, I, I kind of thought was fun. The pseudoscience of it all. Yeah, the thing that kind isn't this one like not as not really horror. Not as horror. It's more mm-hmm. like about the time travel. Yeah, yeah. The, the there's still a slasher element to it, but it's not as uh, present. Yeah. And I, I feel like this one gets overtly sappy. Um, yeah, weird, right? So have you seen this one? Yeah, 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 yeah. And again, I didn't like the play between like the boyfriend and her. I thought it was kind of a bit lame because he doesn't really recognize that he likes her. Yeah. He's constantly trying to get in his pants or what have you. Yeah. It, it, so there was, again, like I like a lot of this elements. It is, I like how it started. Yeah. Um, uh, quite a bit. And so, anyways, I, I'm going to give it six pumpkins. Yeah, that's a pretty good score, actually. I don't think it's going to make your top ten, but... Uh, no, it will not make right. my top yeah. ten. Hmm. It was a drop-off. Yeah. The other the... one was probably like a 7.5. Yeah. Are we on to the 18th? Uh, no, I also watched, uh, from your favorite TV show, Friends, uh, I watched the, uh, the one with the Halloween party. It was all right. <laughs> we'll say a 5.5 pumpkins. And I watched Tales from the Dark Side, Dream Girl. Uh, it's kind of like that USS Calistar episode. Oh, okay. But w- horrible. Yeah, that didn't didn't really have the uh, the highs and lows of the How black mirror. Uh, let's go five pumpkins. Ooh. Yeah, you are not selling the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to the eighteenth. So I, I started the night off uh, watching Night of the Demon. The 19, oh, from nice. 1957. Shit, yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed this a lot. Uh, one of my favorite actors in, in the movie, Laura, uh, Dana Andrews, who I haven't really seen in a ton of other things. Um, so it was really nice seeing him in, in this where I could mm-hmm. see him in another lead role. Um, it's basically, I think you, did you talk about this? I talked about You watched uh, this this month, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, this is one of my favorites of this month. So. Yeah, it's, it's up there for me too. It's his professor who's coming for a conference and then the guy he's supposed to meet gets killed. Yeah, he's he's like um, a debunker or whatever, I guess. Or? Yeah, he's supposed to be debunking this kind of like black magic stuff and then he meets this the guy that's heading all of that up. Yeah. Dr. Julian Carswell. He's super great. Um, the first time you see him, he's all in that creepy clown makeup at a kid's party. Oh, yeah? Well, not sorry. The first no, it's time not the, the first time. First time the other the the lead character sees me too. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's 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 really uh, super entertaining. I really like the demon. Now, the big controversy with this film is the director who did like Cat People and stuff. He did not want to show the demon. He wanted it to be like his other films, where is it all in his head or not? 
the studio pretty much forced him to put in the demon. You see it at the beginning, at the end. What are your thoughts? Because it seems like people are, there's 50 50. Some people love the demon. Some people I think love it the demon. Better, better. I kind of wish we didn't see the demon at the beginning when I thought about it some more. Yeah. Um, well, the more I thought about it, it was like, oh, if the demon wasn't there at the beginning, there would be more of that ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I think it also adds, because you know that this demon does exist, it adds that the, the ticking clock that, that you know he really has to that's true. get this sorted out. Because if you didn't have that, you'd be like, well, maybe if he doesn't pass the curse, then nothing there, will happen. But there is enough kind of foreshadowing yeah, yeah. with the, the the kind of crazy storm that guy creates, yeah. and I, I don't know, like it doesn't take away no, too much from I, me. I'm the same way. Like I'm a, I'm a, I think I think it could have worked without it, and it might have even worked more psychological, and it might have been scarier without showing it. But I also love the look of the demon so much. The demon I'm is super with, cool, like, and even how it like moves and everything. This mechanical, like, I, I thought it, yeah, it looked. It so I, I'm giving an eight pumpkins. Yeah, and uh, what do you think of the scene in the forest where the, like the fog is? Oh, I lo- like, I love all the effects in this. Like, that yeah, it was crazy. And then the, yeah, the finale is great, and I love it's Drag Me to Hell. If you've, if listeners have seen Drag Me to Hell and liked it, this is you can tell that this film was this a huge is, influence. And this is also it. better than Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so. I like, and I like Drag yeah, Me to yeah. Hell more than I think most people do. But I, I was just surprised, like no one really, and maybe people did. I didn't hear many people bringing this film up when. Uh, Drag Me to Hell came out, and I think uh, it's almost the same plot, really, right down to like passing the curse and everything, and only having so much time. So, cool. Uh, I watched uh, a film called uh, The Houses October Built, aka The Houses of Halloween for 2014. This is a film actually back in the horror and more days. We were given a screener, so we got to see it early. Unfortunately, I think that screener kind of tainted my opinion of the film because it was like the shitty screener that had like the the stamp Property across of, the film yeah. the whole time, and then you could only watch it on like we had to like take the small blow it up onto a big screen yeah. TV so the quality was terrible and a film like this that's very dark and stuff mm-hmm. it really hurt the film did it hold up after watching it like properly yeah I, I think it. I yeah. think it's good I mean so you, pretty much the story is you have a group of friends they head out on a tour to document the scariest haunts across America mm-hmm. I thought the characters were mostly likable mm-hmm. um Again, what the, I think it works well because it actually feels real. Yeah. Like I think they do a good job of you're going from haunt to haunt, and all like the weird redneck characters and shit. These people, I believe, they exist in America. Yeah, <laughs> like all that stuff. I don't know was that acting or not because I actually found it afterwards. They this was made. They originally actually did a doc. They want to do a doc and then it just no, kinda... they did do a doc. Oh, yeah? and it's actually on the Blu-ray. It's like an hour, hour and a half doc. Oh, they cool. Did. And like a lot of those um, scenes where they're interviewing people are from this real doc. So then they took this doc and then turned it into this film. Oh, awesome. They cut some of it into this film. But um, yeah, I don't know. I thought that that was done pretty well. Mm-hmm. But anyways, they learn of this, supposed to be the scariest haunt ever called the Blue Skeleton. And uh, they're getting, they're trying to figure out where this is. And it's like this mystery. You you have to be invited to this thing. Um, and th- it all starts getting, becoming too real. Like all of a sudden these people from the haunt are like harassing them and tormenting mm-hmm. them. Going on to their camper. And yeah, whatnot. they're going on where they're parked, like to a different city on the road and they're, they're there. So I don't know. I thought it was, all that was pretty well. The biggest problem with this film, and I remember it was my problem with the film, uh, the first time we saw it, it's just, I think the the ending kind of sucks. Like, it's yeah. like, it's anticlimactic, and you, you get all this cool stuff leading up to it, and then the ending, I thought it was like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. So, but I mostly dug it. I'm going to give it uh, seven pumpkins out of ten. Oh, like, cool. I, I thought it uh, worked well. There's part two as well, which I'm kind of oh, curious yeah. to see, but I just, I don't know, I like haunts and, yeah. and documentaries on haunts, and I think this does a good job of blending that Having stuff both. with, like, a found footage horror film. So, yeah. 
So I watched uh, Keeping in My Maniac Cop 2 viewing uh, whatever. I uh, watched Maniac Cop 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is the cutest route to say I watch Radio Cop 2 I enjoyed this one like a bit better than the first. That's like, what I've heard. Yeah, I've it heard is more like fun. more fun. And like the more the kills are yeah. kind of cool in this man, and I love the fact like there was no story whatsoever other than like he was a good cop, but now he's a maniac cop, <laughs> and some of the uh, main characters are getting offed in like surprising ways. Hmm. So I'm going to give it seven point five pumpkins. I had, had a blast with it, man. Cool. Awesome. Uh, I watched Barbarian Sound Studio oh, shit, yeah. from 2012. Have you seen this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched when it came out, actually. I want to say, I started watching it again. It's one of those mm-hmm. ones I just, it's not that I was enjoying it. I just didn't get through it and I never went back to it for some It's reason. a bit of a slow I was pace, enjoying what it? I saw. Yeah. Like, I like the, the feeling of it. It's, it's a super cool and interesting movie mm-hmm. using kind of like diegetic sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Stars Toby Jones. He's this kind of sound technician brought on to work on uh, in Italy for uh, a kind of giallo horror yeah. film, and he's always he's this put upon guy, and he keeps getting like slammed from all these people. He doesn't understand what they're saying, and and they never show what the film is about. Is. Yeah, they're making a horror film. Yeah, but they're making a horror film, but all of the sounds they're they're making. It actually just starts kind of getting queasier and queasier. Yeah. The only thing that kills me a little bit in this is they start just repeating some of the same uh, effects they used earlier. Uh, uh, so it, it becomes a little bit repetitive. Even though I, I like where it goes and ends, mm. it's it's a short shorter movie. It's probably only an hour and a half, but it feels like it, it's still like mm. 20 minutes too long. Yeah, it does kind of... Uh, it's a slow, it slow like pace. It kind of like a blowout vibe, yeah. which I love. Yeah, blowout. there's definitely like a... Uh, it's not as good as blowout yeah. at all, because it doesn't have the yeah. the plot, uh, yeah. which I also is why this one is interesting in its own way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just couldn't sustain it for me uh, the whole way through. I still give me it seven pumpkins. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's one I, I really need to finish. Mm-hmm. Is that it for the team? No, I'll, I'll, keeping in mind with the uh, Universal Monsters original, I watched The Wolfman. Oh, nice. I love this movie. I think Lon Chaney Jr. is so goddamn charming in this oh my movie. God. as like Larry. No, I do not agree. But. No, I <laughs> loved him in this. And he's like kind of like hitting on the girl. Like he's like watching her from across the town and kind of like, Even though oh, she's like engaged. Yeah, he doesn't care. No. He's uh, hitting on women. And the uh, Bella Lugosi and like the uh, gypsy woman oh, yeah, are amazing. That. The atmosphere in this is, is so Is this the first time you've seen good. this? Yeah. Okay, so is this the first time you're going through all these movies? No, I've watched The Invisible Man before. I've seen like Future from the Back of the Year and I've seen okay. like Dracula and whatnot. Okay. First time going to Frankenstein now, so I'm pretty excited about checking out The Bride. Yeah, I'm, kind of I'm excited to check the sequels because I haven't seen them mm-hmm. and I've heard some of the sequels are actually quite good. So, mm-hmm. so what are you giving it? I'm going to give it eight pumpkins, man. Like, I really, cool. really enjoyed it. Even yeah. like, the Wolfman looks great. Oh, yeah. Like, the yeah. actual... Yeah, I love the I love the, the effects, mm-hmm. uh, the, the transformations and stuff. And I kind of want that cane that he has. Like, how cool is yeah. that cane with the wolf's head on it and shit? Yeah. And beat Gypsy to death with it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep going. I, I kept watching movies. Uh, I'm going to talk about a classic for you guys. I'm pretty sure both of you. Uh, He's going to tear it apart. I'm not going to tear it apart. Uh, 1980s The Changeling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never you seen like this. this film. No, no, no. I, 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 I really... Uh, I thought this would totally be up your alley. I, I definitely do. I, I thought this film was great. George C. Scott is awesome in it. It's about this guy who's lost the the opening scene. Oh yeah, um, he's lost his family in a, cra- a, a tragic car accident. It's mm-hmm. it's something else, oh, yeah. right? 
Um, he moves into this old manor home that's huge and is clearly has somebody uh, murdered in it several times, and, and, <laughs> and inhabiting it. And the backstory uh, about this boy that was killed there is super interesting. Mm. The seance scene is, oh, is oh, phenomenal. I was about to bring that up, yeah. And some of the scares, like with yeah. the wheelchair yeah. and the, uh, ball. the ball. Oh, it's all it's so all, well all great. Yeah, that ball creeps the hell out right? of me. Right? Even to like to this day, like oh, just so you've that. seen the changeling? Yeah. Oh yeah, many oh, nice, times. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one of my. I think it's the first year I haven't watched it. On it's one Halloween. of my favorite. Actually, that'd be a fun list too to an episode of your favorite supernatural yeah. haunting films. Because I think it'd be high up there for me. So, my only reservations with it is once. They go out of the house. Whenever they leave the house, I find that the director's limitations are shown because he's not able to, like, just stay in this world and a little bit uh, of the limitations of 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 the kind of reveal and the twist and Uh. script. Like, we know what this is already. You don't Mm -hmm. need to be, like, Yeah, I agree that the reveal, like, the ending is... I don't know. I, I still like it, but I I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah. So th- that's that was the only thing where I was like, oh my god, this is gonna make my top ten, yeah. and then it fell back. At, top ten of all time or of this month? Of all time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I loved. Yeah, it's great. Uh, uh, it it up to that point, and uh, I didn't hate the end or anything. It just felt like a bit of a letdown. Yes. Uh, so I'm gonna give it eight pumpkins. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It's still really good, right? Like it's, it's really still great. Really good. Yeah. It's, it's one of my. It, it's clearly like this director isn't as good as the material sometimes, yeah. and he found that one trick that we see all the time now, where the ghost goes in the into the first person camera a- mm-hmm. action, and you can tell this is like definitely a new technique because it seems a little bit more amateur in a good way. Yeah, and that's why the seance I think works so well. Yeah. Have you good. seen The Exorcist Three? Yes, I love the Exorcist. Okay, yeah, I just I know hey, George, George Scott in that. Films. I just love yeah. he's just great at those quiet moments. Like there's something I, I love I him yelling at the go through. What the yeah. hell do you want? <laughs> uh, I watched one more episode. I believe it is uh, Tales from the Dark Side. New lease on life. I dug this one. Hey. Uh, it's this guy he moves into an apartment building. It's super cheap. He doesn't know why. And he finds out it's because basically this building is alive and you have to feed it. And Oh, he's feeding hobos and shit. Uh, oh, crazy. Uh, so, anyways, very cool. I'm going to give it uh, still six puppets. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're kind of hitting that like six mark, aren't we? Okay, well, let's move on to the 19th. Uh, I guess I'll start off. On the 19th, I watched Dan make breakfast and oh. then he showered. And that, no. <laughs> when I was done watching Dan, I did watch two films that weren't quite as scary, but um, uh, two family films. So when I said I wasn't, I'm going to get through this quickly. When I said yeah. I wasn't done with Scooby Doo, I was a lie. So they did do a finale 30 years later, I guess it would be. Oh, wow. Came out this year from 2019, Scooby-Doo and the Curse of the 13th Ghost <laughs> to appease all those 13 fans that uh, were upset there was no conclusion. Uh, cool opening. We get Vincent Van Gogh, although, of course, it's not played by Vincent Price because he's gone. But it's that guy that did, like, Pinky the Brain stuff. You would recognize his voice. He almost sounds more like Peter Laurie. Oh, weird. He's that guy that does that. Vin- I think if uh, Billy West? you have a Vincent Price 
like voice it's the same actor that's been doing it for the past like 20 or 30 years anyways it opens up with him reciting all the events of the tv series which i thought was kind of a fun way to catch people up uh going through each episode um lots of fun references for those that did make it through the mediocre series um since velma and fred weren't in the series we get them kind of reacting to like what you guys went on this adventure in the summer (laughs) like how when you fought real ghosts so fred has to deal with the fact that daphne was kind of the leader in that episode she's she has her own van and she's the one driving the van and he has to accept that velma is skeptical that there were real ghosts uh, Flim Flam does show up in there. He's all grown up now. He's an adult? Uh, yeah, an adult. Unfortunately, you do lose. They just, Scrappy Doo gets like a one joke reference, but he's not in it, <laughs> which I get, but I think it would have been fun to bring him back. Same thing mm-hmm. with the two ghosts, Bogo and Weird, who were like the uh, comical ghosts throughout the old series, are not in here. I, it's, it's almost kind of an F you to the fans, to be quite honest. Uh-huh. Not that, I'm, you know, there are many fans. Yeah, honestly. But I could see if you grew up watching it and you finally are excited that you're going to get a conclusion. Because this is going on, the Scooby-Doo that exists now, where ghosts are not real. Okay. So they're trying to do that and mix of this series. I don't know why they couldn't just do this one-off movie. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I didn't really enjoy that. It's kind of like they're more worried about pissing off current Scooby fans yeah. and doing this film, which to me should just be fan service, give us the ending. So it's kind of like, is there, were those ghosts real the whole time and all this bullshit? Mm-hmm. I mean, again, that's probably why Scrappy doing what I wasn't. But I still had fun with it. I thought they did a pretty good job considering. I'm going to give it six pumpkins out of ten. Nice. The other fan of the film I watched, I uh, talked about Halloween Town and enjoying that. Oh, you watched Halloween Town uh, too? Yeah, Halloween Town. That one was fun just because all the monster and stuff. This is called yeah. Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge from 2001. Unfortunately, like the first film, you are getting all that Disney cringe-worthy yeah. acting and dialogue. Unlike the first film, though, that had cool monsters, this one, the whole movie is about that someone's put a curse on the town, so the monsters now are turning back into human, uh, and they're all black and white and kind of dull. It's like, everything you, that was cool about the first film, you don't get because they're pretty much humans in this. Uh, I did not really enjoy this one. You know, it's just bad acting. I didn't care about it. I'm going to give it four pumpkins out of ten. I don't Ooh. know if I'm that excited to check out three and four. Oh, they made four movies? Four, four of them, yeah. Actually, the Paxton, um, Sarah Paxton from, from the Keepers. She's in like the third or fourth film. Oh, so sweet. I, I might want to check that one out, mm-hmm. I guess. But I don't know. It just seems silly. Like, why would you take away what makes the first film yeah. unique and kind of fun to watch? Like, I'm sure kids want to see monsters and just have black and white humans uh, yeah weird choice I watched one more movie but I'm gonna let you guys jump in yeah Adam with his uh, fistful of movies uh, so I watched 1931's Dracula to keep oh, the universal nice. Bella Lugosi uh, Bella Lugosi is unbelievable film, in this yeah. Yeah. he definitely makes the film he's the best part uh, of this this one where my problems with Frankenstein with dialogue are even worse here e- way worse here yeah, yeah. um it's so stilted. Uh, the The first scene is kind of interesting. I was like, oh, this won't be a problem. Uh, it's got the guy that plays Igor, or the Igor oh, yeah, kind yeah, of character yeah, yeah. In, in Frankenstein. He's really great. He's playing straight-laced. Oh, good. He's Renfield. Yeah. Uh, who eventually kind of... Loses his uh, shit. Um, so I, I liked all of that. And then once they get into he's after this woman, yeah. all the dialogue scenes are, are pretty weak. But Bela Lugosi, he's, oh, he's, he's that's why I like unbelievable. I know people don't like this, but I I liked it just because I think he is so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole like blah blah like in the the hand movements, everything is from this adaptation. Yeah. Everything is from him. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing like the character in the book. Yeah. 
so he he makes the movie. It's still uh, the atmosphere on this one is is still cool. unbelievable. And it's quick so too. Great. It's like what sixty, just over sixty minutes, isn't it? Oh, wow. um, it's, not, it's not long. I think it's this one might be minutes seventy-two minutes. Okay, yeah. seventy-two. Well, both, both things are pushing in like an hour and ten, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're and that's with credits on. Yeah, too. they're they're around there. Uh, which the credits yeah, are they're like they're, they're, yeah. they just say the end. Yeah. yeah, back before credits were not ten minutes long. Did you notice in Frankenstein? It just says the monster played by question mark. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, eh? So I'm going to give this one seven pumpkins. Okay, nice. yeah, that's that's what, uh, yeah. I, I really like it, but uh, yeah. It's a step below all of the ones other than something I'm coming up to See, soon. I don't know. I liked it okay. as much as I, for me, Frankenstein, just because I think he's so good. Yeah, and, but, and Karloff, I think, is is like really great in that as, in Frankenstein yeah. as well. Uh, and, and I just think the whole movie is is done at a better pace. You can tell that they're learning things as they go yeah. a little bit. So, still a great movie. But yeah, it, they're it, still it, all. It would be uh, uh, maybe not a great movie, but like iconic. It's it's weird. I really yeah. enjoy these, but there's massive flaws that uh, hinder them all. Well, yeah. I mean, you have the the movies from the thirties, forties, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Compare them to other movies from the thirties and forties, and they're they're. I don't know. I. I really dig yeah. them. Like, see, for me, uh, 30s, if you go to Europe, like if you watch M, M is a million light years better yeah. than these. Well, and the other thing is, too, the, though movies. these movies were made for kids, right? They were they were not really adult movies. And it, before, back then, horror was kind of considered Hollywood a just thing. also didn't know how to shoot dialogue yeah. until like 35. That makes sense, right? Like, they weren't uh, many talkies. Where, like, Wolfman doesn't have that issue. No. Wolfman has uh, other kind of but issues. But Wolfman is, is years after Frankenstein Dragon. In the 40s. I think it's like, yeah, yeah. 10 years later. Uh, is, where, but like, I, I don't think there's think limitations on after. 30s. Like, the 40s yeah. is maybe one of my all-time favorite decades of, of film. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I, I just think that this period where they go from silent film making to the talkies, they don't quite know how to do the talkie section. Yeah. It takes maybe a couple of years. Uh, to... A couple of years. But if you do watch the European movies made around the same time, well, I was going to ask actually, have you watched the Spanish version of Dracula that's on all the Blu-rays? No, where they reuse the same sets and everything. Because a lot of people like that one better, and they feel it's more it's directed better. But my problem with it is there's I no still Bella prefer because there's no Lugosi. So a lot of people actually like that version better, but I think they're crazy because is is better as you know the directing and acting and whatnot maybe. I have heard know, that videos. people enjoy that one more. Yeah. But I, he's I, not I watch both He's not in it. No, it's 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 actually like a Spanish cast. Oh, so it's a whole new they, cast. They they took mm-hmm. this cast and they reused the sets and everything but did their own one movie. One was day, one was nights. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Interesting. It's worth watching just as an experiment. Mm. Yeah, I will. Like for me, Bella Gosi is almost like set de- yeah. decoration. Yeah. In in the <laughs> in the 31 uh English for uh Dracula. Okay. Uh, anyways, well uh, yeah, why don't you knock another one out? Uh, I will knock another one out. So I also watched uh, oh another classic that I'd never seen, Reanimator. Oh okay. yeah, what'd you think? <laughs> yeah, awesome, right? So much fun. <laughs> I uh, actually didn't like this movie that much on first watch, but oh, it, it, grows, it grows. Now I love it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, now I know, I appreciate the mm. awesomeness that is um, Jeffrey West. Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Oh yeah, he's Doctor Herbert West. He's uh, so good. Barbara Campton. Yeah, I. Uh, I really, really like like this. Uh, almost uh, again, like was kind of one of those. Holy shit! I'm watching something that's so great. Like mm-hmm. you can just tell they're on to some wavelength that it's so weird and quirky yeah. and uh, the atmosphere when they go to the morgue is so good, right? Yeah, so cool. Um, I don't like 
the Barbara Crampton scene, the kind of like rapey scene. Oh. Wait, like he gets uh, his head cut off and he puts it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might have been okay, but yeah. the way they set that up, like okay, you could have a one-off gag, but yeah. everything else seems so objectified. Yeah. I was like, when is this going to end? Like, when is yeah. this? Like, I was kind of getting creeped out uh, hmm. in a way, like mm-hmm. the. Because this probably goes on for like two minutes set up to that one gag. Yeah. They should have just done the gag. Yeah, the gag is. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a bit. I, I don't remember. But... Um, I'm going to give it eight pumpkins. Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, again, it, it works. It's It works. I, I probably, you know, it would be somewhere in my top 50 horror movies. Nice. Uh, Maddie. I watched uh, from 2002, The Salem Witch Trials. Is that the one with Kirstie, Kirstie Allen? Allen and, Made for uh, TV flicker. You got it, man. I think I have that. It I was curious. It is long. It was like four hours, <laughs> man. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really like the story of Salem Witch Trials. Like, I don't like that it happened, but like, it's such oh, yeah, an yeah. interesting yeah. story, yeah. and it goes really in depth. All these characters, how like why they did it. What year was this made? Uh, Two thousand two. TV okay. film. Yeah, yeah, that's. I've been curious if it's any good though. It's uh, it's interesting. The production's not quite there because it's made for TV. It doesn't do anything. Like it starts off like a, a bit supernatural, mm-hmm. but then it's like kind of fuck that. We're just gonna tell you the story and how it played out. And some hmm. of the acting is a bit yeah melodramatic. But I wasn't bored at all. And like I kind of dug the story so i'm gonna give it a 6.5 pumpkins cool i kind of wish i watched like three or four movies so i can keep up with you guys but uh well whatever yeah what's <laughs> a four hour uh, <laughs> almost like a mini series <laughs> uh so i then watched hashtag horror from 2015 oh that's right that's another right. tammy pick <laughs> yeah I, this was actually another tammy pick that but she got it from the library this time okay. yeah i remember i watched this not too long ago and i was not impressed at all so i saw it and i was like yeah i'm not watching that. yeah so it's a group of 12 year old girls that mm-hmm. uh they're just fucking terrible to one another and they're having kind of like a party slumber thing and you know some of the satire is on and some of it is like redundant i get it these girls are terrible 12 year old girls are so fucking mean they're scaring me right now (laughs) one great thing in this movie though is timothy hudden going full fucking nick cage oh that's amazing he's just fucking in the forest losing his (laughs) mind and then he goes to the or, or just before this, he's in the house and he's trying to find his daughter, and all these other girls are there, and he's threatening them, and he's like throwing oh, them around, and it's amazing. like this is fucking this guy's just lost his shit. So this is in the middle. I was like, ooh, maybe this like it's gonna get good. No, it doesn't no, get no, good. No, it, no. It, it, he calms down and it, it gets bad. Is that the worst thing I saw? There was some things that were interesting. Mm. Do you remember him freaking? I don't. Out? I don't remember this movie at all. Uh, it's not memorable in the least. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna give it four pumpkins. Okay, cool. I'll keep going because sure. I got something fucking awesome next. Better than the reanimator? <laughs> be- be- the best thing I've seen. Wow. Okay. Uh, don't, I, don't bear that lead, baby. The Lost Boys. Oh, yeah. Is this the first time you've seen it? First time I've ever seen it. Wow. Oh, sexy sax, man. Now, have you seen, sorry, have you seen the Monster Squad? No, no I'm watching that Saturday morning. Okay, nice. nice. Those, uh, are, those are Okay, because I'm going to, Creature of Black Lagoon, I wanted to watch, and then okay. that one. Anyways. Nice. Uh, yes, this is so I, like That's it so opens good. up with that song, which I know that song really well. Da, 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 da. Cry a little in the saxophone. <laughs> Give the keep yeah. it going. It's so the <laughs> so good. Uh, I'm I'm in yeah. right away from yeah. the get go. Uh, 
it's got such a great cast. How yeah. have I not seen this yeah. movie? I don't know it's how good. you haven't, man. I have an original movie poster that actually I believe somewhere. Um, oh, so we, I don't need to go over. There's vampires in in yeah. this uh, Santa. It's Santa, Santa Cruz. Uh, it's almost Cruz? a perfect cast. Like yeah. even the mother and her boyfriend. Like everyone yeah. is. Oh it's yeah, almost perfect. Corey Feldman and the Frog Boys. Corey yeah. Feldman and <laughs> the adult voice is a choice, man. Yeah. And what a fucking inspired right? choice. He's so good in it. Everybody is great in this movie. Uh, Ed, yeah, Edward Herman as the the boyfriend guy is it's awesome. Great. The grandfather yeah. is super great. Um, Kiefer Sutherland, awesome. Uh, Jamie uh, Getz, who plays the kind of love interest, mm-hmm. she's really good in this. It, it, almost ethereal. Uh, you haven't mentioned the saxophone player yet. Yeah, <laughs> the sexy saxophone. He's man. A, he's incredible. <laughs> and that amazing. song is actually kick-ass. So that song, it was filmed in Santa Cruz, which yeah. I was there. Uh, where they also uh, shot us. Oh, awesome! So it's the same set, uh, yeah, location yeah. as where us is. And, That's cool. And I was right there. I we, feel like we were there too when we and Jimmy and, and Stokesy went. Down, I believe, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's right on the coach, just down from San Francisco. The one thing I hate about Santa Cruz is the damn vampires or something. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not Santa Cruz. They saw Sorry, Santa, yeah, something Santa Barbara or something? Santa Clara. Yeah, yeah. Or something like that. Uh, it's a made-up name. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I love all the comic book lore, like the fact they were at a comic book shop. I love that. Yeah. They, they get their the mythos from the comic books, and uh, it's yeah. That's almost like again. I'm not gonna say it's per film, but for what it sets out to do, it's yeah. almost you know. It's the best film I've watched this this, and I've I've been doing a lot of classics, yeah. and yeah. it's Nine Pumpkins, man. Oh, oh yeah. nice, yeah. It's probably like if I had to do a top ten horror. It'll be yeah. up there. It's it's probably not in my. It's not in my top five, or yeah. uh, I don't think. Like I, I maybe upon repeat viewings, um, and maybe it's just like I don't know. I just was like, it probably caught you by fuck. surprise because you're probably like, this is going to be like a fun '80s movie, and it, it is. But it's like mm. it's, it's more than that. Yeah. How has Joel Schumacher been such shit? Since it that? is insane, right? He's never made a good movie after yeah. that, but he's always had flair. Yeah, yeah. What else is his good? Phone booth is that his next best movie? I like phone booth. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, Batman Robin is a masterpiece. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ba- Batman Forever. Uh, yeah. He did. Um, what's the one with uh, also with Keith or Southern that uh, Flatliners is okay. That was the one after this, yeah. right? I've yeah. never seen Flatliners. I've seen all his '90s stuff. Yeah. I feel like he did something, but yeah. I right. guess the other reason why I never went back, I I knew all these Schumacher movies. Yeah. He's a fucking hack. This is not like, but he was never a hack. He was always like watching a guy, like, man, this guy's got style, but he doesn't know what the fuck to do with it. And this movie, he knows what to do with it. It's it's excellent. Yeah, I'm. I'll be surprised if I see something better than this. Yeah. Well, going off that high, I guess I'll jump in with the the last movie I watched that night. I don't know if this is my favorite movie I watched this month, and I don't know if it's just that right timing. The Night of the Werewolf, 1981. Have you guys heard of Paul Nashi? Uh, oh, like the Nashi films, like the. Uh, he's a famous Spanish yeah. actor, writer, and director. He did mostly horror films. He had over a hundred credits to his name. He yeah. pretty much played every monster you can think of. This is he did a, a werewolf series. I think there's twelve films in the series. This Ooh. is the ninth film in the series, and it's kind of a loose remake of one of the earlier ones. Uh, apparently, this is his favorite film he worked on, or one of his favorites. Anyways, this film is a fucking blast. I've had the Scream Factory put out two uh, Paul Nashi box set, and each one has oh, cool. like five films. I have some of his other films, and I just haven't got to them. They've just been sitting there. But man, I just had a blast with this. So he plays, it opens up. You have, um, there's a va- vampiric witch, 
and her servants are uh, on trial. They're going to get uh, executed, and he's also there. They know he's a werewolf, so they put on a metal mask and uh, put on his face, and then they stick a silver dagger through his heart. And then we cut to years later, uh, present time, a group of female archaeologists resurrect Nachi and the witch. Uh it is just fun. Like it oozes atmosphere in every scene. The Spanish man, they knew how to do their horror. At least I guess the Nashi films did mm-hmm. amazing score. It has them. Um, they actually reuse the, the score from tentacles, which is this really fucking cool. catchy, funky tune, but all the score is fantastic. Uh, Nashi just has charisma and he's just betting beautiful women. And he also <laughs> happens to be a werewolf, which is awesome. Um, there's zombie mummy creatures in there. Of course, the vampiric witch. We get we get a f- really cool finale where it's the witch vampire versus the werewolf battling it nice. out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm probably overhyping this film. But mm. it, like I said, maybe it was just the right time. I didn't expect much. I threw it in when I was really tired. But it woke me up and like... I totally need to go through the rest of the films on these box sets because it's just like what I want in one of those films, that atmosphere, the yeah. score. Is this cool the first werewolf. one of his movies you've seen? Um, I feel like I've seen, oh, actually I saw, which was one of my favorite films last year. What's on wait, What We Do in the, the Dark or, or something? Uh, fuck. Yeah, well, while you guys talk, I'll look it up and see if I can yeah. find it. But uh, one of my favorite films of last year, he starred in that one as well. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. If, if maybe I've only seen those, so but so far he's two for he's two. A- I'm glad I've been picking up his films. Like I just actually pre-ordered Mondo um, released a limited edition, one of their limited edition releases, and it's um it's another one of these werewolf films, and it's like, but I think it's got uh, it's him versus like. Uh, fuck what is it like a tiger or some weird shit <laughs> awesome. i don't know it, the one of the movies is uh him uh versus the yeti the werewolf versus oh, the yeti oh that's amazing he did like a zombie flick i don't know they're apparently like they've been i've been hearing good things about them for a long time mm. and just haven't thrown them in but uh i'm totally excited to see where he goes with these cool nice. uh yeah i'll look it up uh you guys do your thing and i'll see if i can find it cuz it was it was one of my favorite films of last year too what do you got Maddie? I rounded out the week with a Maniac Cop 3, which is another, uh, still have no idea where this guy is dead or where he's come from, but there is a bit of a voodoo priest that kind of uh, brings him back from the dead and uh, she goes down. With these movies, they know how to make a car chase exciting. Right. With the second one, they handcuff a girl to the steering wheel, but she's outside the car. So she's trying to like jump in the car and steer her while like she hits the brakes. They're fun, man. What are you giving I'm this one? I'm going to give this one a 6.5 pumpkins. Cool. I watched uh, this last movie. I watched the uh, fifth movie uh, of the day. I did some other shit that day too. This is a great day. You're a Danny day. Um, Cannibal Girls from 1973, directed by Ivan Reitman. Oh yeah, one of his. Oh right. Shot. uh, I actually just picked this up, like on Blu-ray cheap. Oh really? In Toronto? uh, You can actually only get it in Canada. It's only the states never got a a Blu-ray release. Crazy. Um, so this is, uh, it stars Eugene Levy and Andrea Martin, uh, pre-SCTV. That's great. Young, eh? They're really young. So Eugene Levy went to Mac, uh, with Ivan Reitman, mm-hmm. and they did a bunch of stuff together there, and when it came, to, I think this is Ivan's second film he ever made, uh, he cast Eugene Levy. Oh, that's awesome. And it's basically him and his girlfriend, they're going on a trip, and- there's this lore of these cannibal women that lure men into their home and <laughs> eat them. Eat them, yeah. It, so they show like the story, and then they go through and see all of these men come in, these nebbish men. It's kind of fun. Um, 
there's like definite limitations, but it's interesting. Like it's it's very Canadian, which you don't <laughs> see much in, in the seventies or yeah. like the sixties. Like even the road signs, you're like, that's Canada. Oh, like, that's awesome. Um, Where'd you find this? The library has it. Cool. Uh, it's been something we we went on a ghost tour of Mac, and they brought mm. up Cannibal Girls. Oh, cool. He, he thought of it there, and had, I, I guess started writing it there or something like that. Mm. Uh, there's a great extra I watch with Eugene Levy where he's like in a butcher's shop, getting <laughs> interviewed uh, about this and going back his recollection and how how he thought and how he was preparing and Andrea Martin. It was really really cool. Uh, the the movie definitely has limitations, mm-hmm. but it's kind of still fun. Nice. Um, I'm giving it six pumpkins. It's not like the greatest yeah, thing, but yeah. you can tell like you're watching a bunch of talent on screen that probably isn't doing the thing that is right for them. Yeah, interesting. Well, that's kind of cool, actually. It'd be fun to see like the young geniuses uh, work before yeah. they become geniuses. Yeah, yeah. Man. Cool. Well, I, I did find that film, by the way, and it's called The People Who Own the Dark. So I, I highly recommend that one to you. Cool. Maybe you guys should check that one out this year. Yeah. That's the one where like there's a, a bomb goes off and half the town goes blind and the survivors that are can still see are locked in a mansion and like whatever they steal food from the blind people and the blind people get revenge and it's pretty fucking That's incredible cool. uh yeah man I, I i'm gonna try to dig through we got one more week to get through two more weeks to get through some more paul nashy so nice. uh yeah get nashy mashy yeah uh is that it guys or i thought you have a tv show yeah i got a tv show okay we'll round out the week with a tv show uh, uh tv show so this is a uh tales from the dark side oh, man you better end this on it's called uh, printer's devil <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh, oh yeah. So this was actually kind of fun. It's a uh, th- this guy struggling writer. No one gives a crap about his writing, and uh, he goes to this agent, and the agent says he's got a secret success, but he mm-hmm. uses like voodoo. That's six pumpkins. Oh, cool. cool. Hey, you're really riding that six pumpkin line. Well, I guess, uh, yeah, this is the end of the episode. Uh, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Adam and Dan, for joining us. Again? Thank you. Dan, you <laughs> fell apart a little bit in the end, which excites I me. I did. You, have yeah. such a, you had such a lead the first. But the thing is, Adam is kind of like taken off, which I think, is I think weird. this is the episode where Adam takes the lead. Yeah. I feel like this is- uh, For the first time ever. Yeah. I so, feel like I am like uh, keeping up, but I am not. Like, this no, is kind of crazy. Because you're doing too much TV. You yeah, do like maybe. five TV episodes, but yeah. that equals like a point one yeah. point two five, right? Like, that's not- not gonna win him on TV. I'm gonna nickel and I learned that before. Yeah, I learned that last year. TV, you got to do like a movie or two and then end with a TV episode mm-hmm. or something. You can't waste your that's night. I because oh, th- those ending the night with a TV episode. Yeah. Then again, though, if you think though, if you did four TV episodes, that'd be an hour and twenty. Yeah, that's gonna be shorter than most movies, and you get equal to a movie. So yeah. technically, well, maybe twenty-two be... minutes. Yeah, it's, it's an hour thirty. It's probably the same, yeah. right? Yeah, the exact same. It's in in older episodes are longer. Yeah, are longer. longer, but there's some that are like twenty, aren't there? I, yeah. I always feel like no. I, twenty two minutes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, um, let's uh, now go on. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we'll be back, uh, of course, next week. Our shock October series will continue. Seven I guess days do we have of two horror. more, two, two two more, more episodes. More. I guess after this, you got it. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm really curious. Uh, going through the numbers, it looks like each week we're actually staying all pretty close. Like, mm-hmm. I think Dan had a big lead in the first one, but it seems like you know we all kind of came back the second one. I think Maddie's a little bit behind, but you mm-hmm. could still come out on top if yeah, you have we'll a big see. finale. So I don't think I will. I think this is fun, and uh, I'm really scared here. I think this I think, is the year I think I Adam's here. I need to make a big comeback, but you keep on getting sick. Mm-hmm. I know. I need to get sick and have you a day off. You know what? Off. Some people have all the goddamn I've, luck. I've never yeah. had a day off <laughs> yeah. also, but I've been I've been working, and usually I might work 
12 hour days and I've been kind of like cutting it at 10 and then I crawl into the basement and I just watch movies. Yeah. Well, anyways, guys, hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully we still had that fun and, and surprise yeah. and excitement. You know, we have to remember we are re-recording this <laughs> again, so we have to try to be surprised and entertained about when we've already heard each other talk about these films. But I, I thought it turned out pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, if you want to get a yeah. hold of us, you can uh, email us at moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Uh, find us on Twitter at Movie City Maniac. Or his fun Facebook. Yeah, just search Movie yeah. City Maniac. We have a group page and a like page. Uh, the group page is where all the discussion happens. If you want to comment on any films we've watched or if you want to recommend any films, uh, do it there. So thanks, guys. We will be back soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Maybe not after that, Andy. <laughs> Uh, you guys, I don't know. We are definitely going out to limp, aren't we? We're tired. It's late. It's late, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Stay scared. When the spooks have a midnight jamboree, they break it up with a fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed is the headless horseman. He's the worst. When he goes jogging across the land, holding his noggin right in his hand. Demons take one look and groan Then they hit the road for parts unknown Well, there's no raid like a spook that's burned The ghost don't like a man, he's really burned He swears to the longest day he's dead Well, I'll show them that I can get ahead That's the sound of Maddie's butthole <laughs> The sound of the black hole erupting darkness upon the land. Yeah, you need a longer chord for that bad boy, eh? Oh, that's one God gave me. <laughs> Fuckers. <laughs> nice. Uh, directed by Ert. <coughs> <coughs> Directed by Erwin uh, Weird name. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow, I love you. Tomorrow, I don't know the lyrics to this song. Wow. Thank you. He's got a voice of an angel. I like <laughs> voice of an angel.